Yo, what's up, everyone? This is Gary A. Swaby, and you're now listening to the React podcast, and we're going to be reacting to the Microsoft E3 2018 Xbox briefing, which we all just watched. Um, and we have quite a few people here with us today. Uh, we have Miss Dana Abercrombie. How are you doing, Dana? What's up, everyone? We have Mr. Carlos Romero from The Throwdown. Yo, what up, what up, what up? We also have Miss, Mr. Brian Monjama from The Throwdown. What's good, people? And we also have my friends from TK After Hours, Mr. Edward V. How you doing, Ed? What's good? It's a great day to be a gamer today. And Mr. Kieran Blackman. Xbox just won E3. All right, we'll get to it. And we also have Mr. Reggie Butler, a.k.a. Weapon X. How you doing, Reggie? Battletoads for the win. Yeah, that was that was a good one. That was a good announcement. Um, so yeah, as everyone knows, um, you know the the regular co-op crew is at E3. They're in LA right now. So shouts to Mr. Richard Bailey, Max Muller, Jake James Lugo, and Tatiana, and Tony Polanco as well. And everyone, you know, everyone who's at E3 in the trenches and everything. But with that being said, let's get right into the Xbox briefing. There's a lot to talk about. And, uh, you know, surprisingly, it, it was, well, not surprisingly, because I was expecting, you know, a good show, but it definitely was an above average showing from Microsoft. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, great stuff. Um, I'm going to run through a couple of the, the bigger highlights, but, you know, of course, we're all going to have time to talk about what we really enjoyed, you know, personally from the show. So we'll, you know, we'll go through it and bring up all the, the points of interest as we go along but some highlights were um them starting with halo infinite um they they showed kingdom hearts 3 they showed forza horizon 4 which is set in britain um they had the division 2 uh of course the announcement that they picked up ninja theory and a few other studios they had devil may cry 5 and they ended the show with uh, cyberpunk 2077 and uh, of course they had gears as well and there, there's a whole lot to unpack. I took a lot of notes. I know Kieran took notes too. So let's get straight into, you know, what we we each thought of the show, give a brief summary, and we'll get into some, you know, discussion about where we think things are, are heading for Microsoft and Xbox. So uh, I'll start with you, Dana. What was your overall impressions on the Xbox media briefing? briefing? All right, first of all, I do have to applaud them for showing games. I'm very disappointed that there wasn't more exclusives, but the fact that they had games instead of talking about hardware like they did the previous year, to me, that's already a plus. So I rate them an 8.75. Um, I was really excited to see Gears 5. That looked really good. Um, I was shocked at the Gears Funko thing. Like, okay. It looked a little, it looked cute. You know, my interest was raised. Um, but Gears 5, they did touch on Tomb Raider, which you guys already know I just don't like. I couldn't stand it. But, you know, they showed a great presentation with that. Um, for um, Hor um, Horizon looked really great. I like that as well. 
And I think overall they had a pretty strong show. And Battletoads, that came out of nowhere. So very good. I'm very happy. Although there was no No Mercy. Oh yeah, sadly, no no mercy. Um, I guess that there's still some other, you know, press conferences. So keep your fingers crossed. Maybe we'll maybe that will show up somewhere. PC gaming show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, how about you, Reggie? What what was your thoughts? Um, well, as you know, we were there last year. Uh and I would say, um, not to really compare the shows, but this year, I was thoroughly pleased with um, what Microsoft had to show. Um, I didn't really see anything that um, I was excited for some announcements. Some announcements took me by surprise, but um, nothing really wowed me that much. Like, oh my God, like, I mean, it wasn't like that, but I'm glad that they are um, taking initiative to really uh, deliver on the promise that they set, for set forth to double down on the games um just to piggyback on what you said and what dana said you know they bought the studios um i mean you really can't ask for anything more than that the only thing that i did not like from the conference which kind of took the sting out of it for me was the mention of the next xbox i mean we know that another console is coming you know from both uh well nintendo and sony but just to mention it a year after or sometime after the one X had just released, I felt like they didn't, they didn't need to do that. Yeah. That, that was one thing that shocked me. Like I wouldn't even mention new hardware right now, like, especially after showing so many games, like, you know, just chill on the hardware talk and, you know, just, you know, do what you're doing with the games and everything. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's no secret that we know Sony's working on something. So I guess Microsoft feels like they have to get a head start too on the next one. But um, Brian, what was your overall thoughts on the conference? I thought it was, it was really good. You know, they they did what they were meant to do. Like they showed a bunch of games. There was no PR talk, no corporate talk, no talk of sales and engagements and whatnot. Just games 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 a brief breather and then more games 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 so i can't really fault them you know they they did deliver um exclusives wise i'm guessing that they were just okay i feel like people are just commenting on the fact that they have no new exclusives in the sense of no new ips that are exclusives and that are triple a because i'm pretty sure that in like the middle part there were bunches of exclusives that we didn't catch because we were just hoping for AAA exclusives. So I feel like people are just looking for the wrong type of exclusives. Do you mean the, the idea Xbox games? Is that what you're yeah. referring to? I feel like people are just like discarding them because they're not AAA games. Because again, I don't know, some um, some people don't see like indie games as exclusives. They just see them as, oh, it's, it's not AAA. It's not going to be counted. Uh, thank you. Sorry, Brian, but thank you. I tried to tell Swift on the last After Hours about this. And thank no. you. Thank no, you. Like my like 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 no. you're my friend. You're my friend. Thank <laughs> you. If you were here, I'd hug you and shake your hand. Because Swift does, is one of those people that discounts them indie games, but they're really really good games because I play them. So thank you, Brian. 
that that is not what I said at all. My yes, argument, it is. My yes, argument it is. was you're saying that, they're not exclusive because no, they don't come out in the shop and listen, they're only on ID. Don't lie. Listen, my argument Brian. was that I think they should highlight each game individually and take the time to highlight them and not just bunch them in with the ID name. Like they should, you know, give them each their individual just do. That was my argument. Says the oh. same person who just said the conference was long. It was 100 minutes. Okay, then. Wait, when did I say that? In the chat when we were watching the conference. No, that was Carl. You, that, was the, that was somebody else completely. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's cool, Brian. Thanks. Uh, how about you, Carlos? What's your thoughts on the Xbox briefing? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I will say this, though. Coming from the EA conference la uh, last night or it was in the morning actually i mean expectations for e3 were just at an all-time low so what what microsoft threw at us was a really pleasant surprise i was like obviously all the games that everyone mentioned there was a whole bunch of world premieres um which is pretty good um the games that actually i'm more looking forward to are the smaller games i mean we already expected gears halo and forza i mean i know it's a running joke but we already expect those games and like the games that I kind of look forward to are more the Cuphead Ori kind. Um, Ori, Ori too, man. That that game's gonna be freaking crazy. That it looked that that trailer we got was amazing. Um, other than that, I the Ninja Theory, the whole oh yeah. So one of the things that I was looking forward to is sort of what Microsoft has to lay down as sort of a rubric of the future. They're they get all the criticism about not having that AAA exclusive content and stuff like that. So one thing that I wanted to see off of them and not necessarily, oh, this is going to release this year or next year is sort of games or, or sort of the potential we have for the future and the acquisition of Ninja Theory, uh, uh, Playgrounds, like all of those acquisitions are a pleasant surprise. And for me, the whole Ninja Theory thing was a megaton for me. It's like, it's, a huge announcement it's probably the biggest announcement that whole conference and maybe it'll be the biggest announcement at e3 i don't know if we'll get anything bigger than that so yeah my microsoft is going the step the right direction with this conference hopefully um we'll get to see a lot of the games coming soon the whole the whole game pass thing i i oh forza horizon 4 coming out in game pass was was amazing i was like damn so i i don't get to i don't get to pay 60 bucks for this i can pay game pass and get the game so I, I like i like a lot of the stuff that was mentioned in this conference um one thing that pissed me off kind of is the the halo infinite reveal we didn't get anything other than that that world building trailer and the and the the title um we were expecting sort of halo 6 uh to be released um and there was also all the rumors about the whole halo infinite but we didn't get anything any details on but the game is it is it it's obviously in development but anything other than that even maybe we're slating this to be a 2019 2020 release or something we didn't really get anything other than what they showed us so that was kind of disappointing for me the gear stuff was definitely a highlight i like the fact that we're going to be playing as the, as that chick instead of it doesn't look it's a, like it's a phoenix centric story anymore which is something that i appreciate cuz the phoenix story is kind of getting stale i i like the fact that they're moving on to different personalities in the game in that world. So yeah, just short thoughts for me. That's 
for me. Yeah, a lot of interesting thoughts there. Um, I definitely agree that um, you know, the the acquisition of those studios is the biggest takeaway from this. For me personally, that's like the biggest announcement because I feel like that sets them up for the future. Um, and yeah, like now that they have they've bought some studios, they can start pumping out games, you know, at a faster pace than than they have so far. So uh, I think that's definitely the biggest announcement. Um, I do have some more questions, but I'll get to uh, the other guys. So, Edward, what's your, uh, you know, brief summary overview of the Microsoft Xbox conference? Yeah, I was really impressed. Like uh, people mentioned, uh, the acquisitions of those studios. I think those are solid studios that uh, in the future can produce, you know, quality games. It might not be these big Triple H grandiose titles. But it'll be solid games that, you know, Microsoft can have, uh, you know, for gamers, for their community. And uh, and I know a lot of people give them uh, like a bad rap for uh, not having these AAA titles or whatever, exclusive titles. But today they proved that they have exclusive titles. And one of the things I took away from Phil Spencer talking is about how he uh, he kept mentioning building communities building communities and that's kind of what the xbox uh exclusives have they have communities halo has its own community gears has its own community believe it or not sea of thieves has its own community uh and you can kind of flip that on sony and be like well your games don't really have a community people play god of war alone people play last of us alone people play all their all those games alone but on Xbox, we play in community. And that's kind of what I really took uh, away from that conference. Um, so, like, it kind of just made me realize, like, you know, people keep people keep saying bad things about Xbox for not having what PlayStation has. Why do they need that? Like, Xbox is Xbox. PlayStation is PlayStation. Like, Xbox is doing their own thing, and it's great. But if you're just going to hate on it, then you're just going to hate on it. Like, be real with you, because what we saw today was, like, excellent. Amen. Amen. What a wonderful sermon, my brother. Cool. Uh, Reggie, I'm, I'm going to let you go, Reggie, but um, Kieran, um, go ahead and jump straight into your thoughts. Well, first of all, I just want, before I get into this, Dana, you said something about you wanted to see more exclusives. Xbox showed us... Wait, it's supposed to be your thoughts. It, this is my thoughts. Showed us 18 exclusives, Dana. So what oh, more did you want? So what more your... did you want? They you showed us 18. Your thoughts. This is about you. Yeah. No, wait, your... no, yeah, yeah, wait, yourself the... and do a comment based on your ideas. Thank yeah, you. you. No, but you said you Don't want exclusives. But I like the fact that Xbox had 18. Xbox had 18 exclusives and they showed 50 games. They did not talk about hardware this year or last year. Like you said, you're glad they didn't talk about hardware because last E3 conference was all about games and gameplay and, ex and some exclusive titles. This year, they showed more games and 18 exclusive titles for Xbox, which I'm amazed at. Like, no E3 conference has been better than this one, in my opinion. No one has been better. And there was so much reveals and I agree with, um, I think it was Brian that said it. Was it 
the um the next Xbox announcement. That was a bit like, why did you have to say that? That's the only thing I hated about it. I was thinking, what's the need? And the thing is, the conference went on for so long that I was thinking, what more can they have to offer? And they gave us all games. And the Gears of War gameplay looked amazing. All the games were in 4K, 60 frames per second, they were saying. And the, and the ID games, I'm glad they're still supporting it because I love ID games. And this thing about AAA exclusives, like what the hell is a AAA exclusive? Because some of these ID games are better than what are meant to be AAA exclusives. And I just think Microsoft had a, a big conference that was amazing. And the Game Pass stuff, was ama- was, which was amazing because all the games that are coming as exclusive titles will be available on Game Pass as well. So I'm kind of happy about that. And this conference was just amazing. I've got a lot to say about this and I read it all down. But yeah, it was just 10 out of 10 for me. Cool. So you're happy about the 18 exclusives? Yeah, I'm happy about that, that they had some exclusives. But I prefer the multi... I, I don't know, because I like the exclusives, but I play multi-platform games as well, so they don't really matter to me. But I'm glad that they we have, like... I wasn't expecting Gears of War, because the way it goes, it goes Halo comes first, then Gears of War, then Halo, and then Gears of War. But we got all the announcements at the same time, and we've got three Gears games, three Gears of War games that are coming to Xbox. Like, And there's always a game for everyone. Whatever game or genre you want, Xbox is the console for you because they have a little bit of something for everyone. So it's a community game, something for everyone, isn't it? You, you can probably say that about every console, but yeah, uh, there, at least there is more variety. Uh, so Reggie, what was it that you wanted to speak on? You wanted to... Uh... You know, piggyback off of something. Um, yeah. Uh, so Edward, you know, he was talking about the um, the whole thing with communities and how, you know, the people on um, the gamers on Xbox they play um, as a community, and where PlayStation, you know, like some game, some games, he said, you know, they play alone. Um, I can agree with that to a certain extent, but that's besides the point. But I think the reason why you have that type of um, uh, environment is because of how uh, the consoles, um, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, um, nurture their audience or bring up their um, bring up their audience on both sides. So, um, you know, Xbox has always been. I mean, Xbox has always been seen as, hey, we play. You know, we play our games together, which is something that I see where PlayStation. You know, they they're getting there. They just got to do it a bit better. Um, but I just wanted to touch on that a little bit. As far as what um, uh, Karen, if I pronounce his name correctly, was saying about the exclusives, yes, they did have 18 exclusives. However, I do want to preface that with the point, and Gary, you can back me up on this, is that some of those exclusives, we saw those last year, like uh, um, Ori and um, Ori and the Blind Forest 2, Will of the Wisp. Um, Crack I think, down. yeah, Crackdown, we already knew about that. Um, we already knew another Forza was coming, and we already knew another Halo was coming. So it's good to have exclusives, but um, what I'm most looking forward to is, okay, what are, what is going to come from those other studios? Because to me, it's like they're still in this kind of thing where, okay, we're going to milk this IP, or we're going to milk these IPs, right? I want to see the next big game. Um, Can I ask you a question? Let me ask you a question, though. 
Why does no one ever get on Pokemon Game Freak for just producing Pokemon games and not and saying that oh we know another Pokemon game's coming? Why why don't you move on to something else? Why does no one ever get on at them then? If you're getting on at these studios for making Halo and Gears, well, because let's think about let's think about right. Um, Pokemon had Pokemon Black and White. Then they released Black and White Two and and White Two, which which were basically the same games. No one gets on at them. Then they bring out Sun and Moon, then Ultra Sun and Moon. No one gets on at them. So why are you guys getting on at Xbox for this, but you're not getting on at Nintendo? You never hear anyone say Nintendo, oh, another Pokemon game. Oh, Game Freak, that's what you're making. Down, we say that. We say that every time about even, like, yeah. we said, we're talking about, do, they, should, do we really need another God of War game? Until right. they rebranded the franchise. Right. Yeah. And, and and the and the thing with that is what I'm getting at is the thing with that it, it's okay to have those games, but have newer titles come out. So it's like, okay, yes, we, we will see these games all the time, but what's new outside of that? So okay, if I don't if I don't want to get a Pokemon game, right? Where else can I look to? If I don't want to get a Gears game, what other franchise what other games can I look to? That's all I'm saying. It's okay to me, it's okay, you know, if they do that, but um like you know if i'm looking at sony you know okay like if i i mean they're going to make new ips and stuff all the time they're always going to give you something new right they're always going to surprise you right it's not a thing of yeah you know you're probably going to get another god of war or a horizon zero dawn but it's kind of the way i always um look at it is like um back in the day i used to read the double xl magazine um up until recently, they used to do their freshman, um, their freshman cover, right? So they'll show like the new artist that's coming out, or whatever new artist came out this year. I compare if Sony, if it was just Sony, well, let's put the big three in it, right? All this is about Microsoft. Let's say if you had Sony, um, Nintendo had a cover, Sony had a cover, and Xbox had a cover. It's almost willing to guarantee you that. Things would almost stay the same. Things would look the same on the Microsoft cover versus the Sony and Nintendo cover. Is that a bad thing? No, not really. If you want that type of thing, if you want the type of stuff, but you know that that's all I'm saying. So again, it's not that they keep making the Pokemon games, but if you don't want, if you don't want to play the Pokemon games, or that's not your cup of tea, there's always as a choice. Microsoft is doing the one thing that I wanted them to do since the last year. Right where, okay, b- build a roadmap and show me what's coming down the line. Right, they they're doing that now. I want to preference this by saying you know preference some other things and saying okay, those five studios, yeah. While Ninja Theory to me, like everybody said here, that was a big um, to me that was a big megaton. Right, we gotta understand we're probably not going to see anything from those studios probably for the next at least two to three years. Tops. By that time, we already know we're going to be into the next generation. So the way I see it, I look at whatever's coming out for that X is going to be on that next platform. Um, one thing I was looking at on my DM just now, um, Tony Polanco, um, he's on the ground out there with Rich, you know, just said that um, there was some about the whole thing with the new console. So I guess to, for them to get a fresh start, wipe the slate clean while building your solid online. So that's all I wanted to say about that. Things you said stuff about Nintendo, right? But all the fans who buy Nintendo consoles, they love Zelda, 
but you all know there's gonna always gonna be a Zelda game. Mario, there's always gonna be a new Mario game. Didn't they just release one Mario game and announce another one already? Then there's gonna be like all these games. Like people doesn't matter if you have the same games, people like it and it's what sells. Pokemon always does over I don't know nine million copies. Gears Halo always do that. So what's wrong? You can always have the same games. It's all about what makes money at the end of the day. The company runs on money, not what fans want. Because look at look how many L's Sony has taken by all their new IPs. Some, most of them fail. Some of them do good. Not all of them succeed. Wait, did you just say it's not based on what the fans want? Yeah, it's not based on what the fans want. But it's, ba- it's based on what makes money. Who buys the games? Fans buy the games, but if they're not selling... Then if, if they're not selling, then, if can, then obviously, then obviously they're not making something the fans want if nobody's buying it. That, that's what I'm trying. To, that's what I'm trying to say. Gears makes money, so loads of people buy it. That's why they keep pr- producing it. Forza makes money. That's why people te- and people keep buying. That's why they keep making it. So you can't hate on them for bringing out the same games. That's what I'm trying to say because obviously people are buying it. There's a demand for it. Like there was a demand for a new Halo and the Gears anyway. So you can't get mad at them for announcing at this console at this conference. What you're talking about is the vocal minority when. When fans that are are a small portion of of a of a, of a stakeholder of a console, then then that's when you can get into dice situations. If if a company like Microsoft listens to a bunch of like minority uh, like shares of of their fan base and don't listen to the rest of it, then obviously they're not going to do games that that sell well or like Sea of Thieves. Like, not most of Microsoft's. Uh, Fanbase wasn't asking for Sea of Thieves, but we got it, and it's not selling as well as it as that it they expected it to. So it's like, did they listen to their fans, or did they just listen to some like minority like section of their fans? So it's no one, no one asks for Sea of Thieves like no one asks for that Fable Legends games that they were going to put out before it got cancelled. But Sea of Thieves might not have sold as well as they expected, but it's still done well. There's over four million copies sold. And how, when did it come out? Like a month and a half ago. So that's still doing good. Nah, it didn't sell four million, man. If you yeah, maybe you're they, talking they, about they, Game Pass. Well, they they yeah, said Game Pass included. No, they said it's gone over four million, four million people. So wait, did they did they mean Jimmy four million players or like four million sales? I don't I don't know. They they said there's over four million people playing it. So if the, if God of War is going to be a triple A title for your favorite. Um, Platform, yeah, is at five million, and Sea of Thieves is on four million. That must be good if God of War's a success. Now, first of all, you're getting it twisted because Sea of Thieves, they might have said four million people played it, but not four million people bought it. They never but, talked but, about that. Yeah, but, they never even talked about sales because yeah, they did. They, they said they said they said, they said over two four million. million. They said over four million. No, they said they didn't say four million sold. Yeah, well, there's oh, well, there's over four million people on it. So that sold or whatever. Mean, so sold that, or Game Pass doesn't really matter because they're still making money, and you make more money probably on the Game Pass if you get those people on it. Uh, no, not, no, not that's directly not directly because of that game though. I paid, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. No, not, not because of the game. But I'm just saying they've got over four million people on it. So take it as you want. So that means over four million people <laughs> played it. So it doesn't mean that it was it was bad because I ain't played Sea of Thieves and I've got Check Game Pass. Out. Check this out, bro. I I played Sea of Thieves, and I paid one ninety nine for a CD keys one month version of game pass so i paid 199 for a month of free, like pretty much a trial of game pass and i played sea of thieves on that so i'm counted on those four million people so i'm not sure 
how much money from that 199 i'm not sure how much microsoft oh, no, but how much thieves made from that but you don't know if you're counted on it we don't know how they counted it but what i'm saying there's over four million people on counted. it no but i don't know if they counted you on it but i'm only saying what they told us and if only four, over four million people are playing it that means it must be good because get 400 million people on a game these days but, is like pretty that, good you can literally count someone who like downloaded the game played it for five minutes and never, yeah, it's, never played it's it user, it's user engagement not it's not sales but that's still good though how four million people actually tried the game because i ain't tried it i know that and i've got game pass it's it's a really great area how they you know how you count these kind of games that are on the subscription go ahead dana what do you say two million i said back in march they announced it was only two Two million. Okay. Yeah. I don't what know. bought it or bought it or or playing it? Who playing? Playing. I think. I think that's playing. So basically, more, so two million people more played it then. Yeah, I, it is I a, highly doubt two million more people played it after that. Actually, yeah. actually, I remember the statistics now. They they said two million people were playing the game, and they said it was the best selling first party IP launch ever, mm-hmm. which was ahead of Quantum Break. Really? Wow, that's pretty good for see. Because the thing, but the thing is, I do believe that because most of the people on my friends list were playing it, and I was thinking, is it that good? And then people were hating on it, but then those people were playing it, so I didn't. That's what, but I ain't really played it. But so I don't really know because people are chatting a lot of crap about it. But I don't know if it's actually good or not. But those people are playing it. That's what I know. Okay, so uh, speak, quick, speak real quick, just to clear it up, it's four million players on Sea of Thieves because the trailer said so. I'm just making that point. I don't know what that means, but whatever. Wait, which trailer said that? The one they just showed today? The one, yeah. It says uh, so far in Sea of Thieves, and it says uh, four million players, one point five something something. I don't know. So basically, right, well. if you're if you're a hater, you're gonna say that all game pass, and if you're not, you're not gonna say anything. All right, well, that. well, that that's a mystery how Microsoft calculated that, but yeah, uh, if it, if they say formula, then cool. But one thing, like a question I had about Games Pass was, um, you know, we had the lady come out on stage, and she announced that um they they're doing something new with Games Pass called Fast Start. So I wanted you guys to explain, like, what exactly is this fast start? Because I actually didn't, uh, you know, I didn't fully get the, the grasp of it. Does does anyone know? I honestly don't think anybody here knows, including myself, because, like, you know, you don't really, anytime they explain stuff like that on stage, is like, we don't really know all this tech talk, or at least I don't, I don't, I don't know. I assume it's just like a push A on this game and it instant. Like a stream streaming. I would assume. Yeah. Okay, based on what I managed to get from them, it seems like they have that the uh, Xbox Game Pass thing, right? And basically, they have deployed some machine learning algorithms that somehow can um, like better launch your game faster based on like how much you launch it. So it sounds like they have like some sort of like weird in-cloud cache where. It just like knows like okay, this guy plays like Sea of Thieves like ten times more than um, Nier. So hence we like load up Sea of Thieves faster because it's like cached somewhere. That's my understanding of how it works. So all no, it's just faster launching of games. Which Go ahead, Dana. Can uh... select titles and basically all 
it is is for the people to get um, they can play their games faster. So what happens is it learns how to download only the necessary parts of the game so that you can, you know, instead of waiting, say, you know, four hours for, say, Gears of War to download, it knows what parts to download faster so it cuts your time in half. Oh, yeah. Um, Battle.net does that. Um, they, like, let's say if you have to download 10 gigs for the whole game, but sometimes you only need to download six to play the game, so maybe right. it's something like that. I'm not too sure. They 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 weren't they weren't really super specific. They were just talking about how the performance increases. Um, but other than that, they didn't really give us detail as to how. It's it's available now, um, by by Xbox Game Pass. Uh, uh, so, no, no, they said it would be available in the update. Yeah, during the update. So that'll be soon, I would guess. So it's, it's yeah, they said that, that's update. Basically, if you have the preview program like I do, you'll get it fast. You'll get it first, and then it will be rolled out afterwards to people that normal people. Yeah, um, that that sounds pretty cool though, because um, I know Spotify does that. Like, if you listen to specific songs a lot, then um, it it kind of caches it and loads it faster so like even if you're like when i'm on the train or something um i can still listen to like my music because it caches it it knows which songs that i listen to a lot so i Girls guess hell no <laughs> <laughs> nah man push it to you push it oh i mean did oh, no nah, i'm just gonna i was just gonna deviate the the top the conversation so never mind ignore me <laughs> we'll, we'll have to talk about that after but yeah that um that definitely sounds cool um, I like that they're kind of evolving Game Pass because it, it does have potential. That that service has a lot of potential to it. Um, and Sony, because you know Sony bought Gaikai, and I feel like they need to um, they need to reevaluate what they're doing with PS now and yeah. you know, come up with something more like Games Pass. Because yeah, um, this is and, and this is something that Microsoft completely blows Sony off the water with. Games Pass is like even if you don't like half the games are in that that system it's still a, a service that's worth it for most people it, it has a lot of games it's getting all the new ones it has those features where the performance increases it's just and it's a decent price so i sony needs to step their game up with 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 ps now it's it's just not in compare it's not in the same league as game pass one thing i that, no. i honestly feel like game pass could potentially one day be like an os that you just have on your TV, yeah. Or like uh, a lot of TVs have Netflix and stuff. Like I see that future. Wasn't that what Phil was alluding to? Because near yeah, the end of the conference, he said something. Yeah, that's something like that. So I mean, it's clear to see that they're capable of that stuff. Well, in the new future, whenever they perfect it. One thing that no one talks about with Game Pass, which I think is really good, is that if you didn't play the great Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty games. You get that too on Game Pass. All the backwards compatible games are on Game Pass as well. So I think that's a really good feature as well that they have to play the old Xbox One, the original Xbox games and the Xbox 360 games on Game Pass, which no one really talks about. Yeah, yeah. I, give, I give Nintendo a lot of shit because they refuse to release the virtual console on their, on their, uh, on their freaking Switch. But... Game Pass could kind of work as a virtual console too, except you have all the fucking games available to you when you start paying for that service. 
So yeah, right. It's something that it's something that they're kind of innovating in that space that no one else is doing. Then they need to catch up. Agree. Games Pass. I think you know unanimously. I think we all agree that Games Pass is is you know definitely one of the best things Microsoft has going for them right now. So um, yep, yep. that's pretty dope. But um, let's get in depth with some of the you know announcements and and things that were shown. Um, so I'm, I'm going to start with Kingdom Hearts. So what, what did you guys think of that game being shown first at um, you know Xbox because Square Enix has their conference um, tomorrow. Um, so the, just the fact that they showed it here first, and I believe this is the first time that we're seeing uh, the Frozen world with Elsa and everyone in there. Um, yeah. So that's kind of a big deal. I just remember saying that. I remember I made that prediction. I just got to, like, you know, big myself up a little bit because I said that on the prediction last episode of the After Hours. But uh, I don't know. I just got. I had just had the feeling that they were going to show some Japanese stuff. Because I remember Phil was like, made it a big deal that he was out in Japan meeting with studios. So what bigger game than Kingdom Hearts to have at your uh, press conference? Yeah, Ed, when he said that about going to um, Japan, for the first time ever, we're getting Shonen Jump. Which, if you don't know, that's like a fighting game where all the Shonen Jump characters are in. So Phil did a good job going to Japan because like that hasn't been released on Xbox before. It's always on PlayStation and it's hard to get in England. And I'll be finally getting it on Xbox. Well, <laughs> is, is that just is that me or is he breaking up? That's that's no. okay. That was okay. Um, I just want to say really quickly that the Frozen World. I don't know why I was so distracted by their voices. That for me, it just kind of took it away from the whole gameplay. Other than that, the gameplay was, you know, basic Final Fantasy stuff. It's nice to see, like, if you're really into Disney, all of the mixture of the different characters, and if you're into Final Fantasy, that was really nice as well. But I don't know if it was because we've been waiting so long that I just no longer care. And I'm happy that they finally announced a release date, which I was surprised because I felt like it took away from Square Enix Thunder a little bit. But for me, overall, it was just okay. Like, I will have more of a feeling once it's actually in my hand. Like, if you can prove to me that you're not going to delay the game, especially a day before its release date, then I can feel some type of emotion towards it. But right now, it's like, okay, that's nice. What's next? Yeah, I, I was really impressed with it because um, I feel like this is going to be a much more accessible game than the, the Lost Kingdom Hearts games were because those were like really kind of like uh, uh, like traditional Japanese, like really tough games to get through kind of thing, especially if you play them now. Like, you know, they're so complex, um, you know, going back to them. But I think this game will be one for everybody. So like even if you're just a, a casual Disney fan, I think you'll probably be able to play this and enjoy it. And I'm hoping the, the story won't be too convoluted as well. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Oh. Oh, Dana got dropped. <laughs> for <Yeah>. me <laughs> technical it, difficulties, but yeah, go ahead. I'm not a I'm not the biggest Kingdom Hearts fan, but this I mean it looked it looked good. I like the fact 
that it's like a whole bunch of worlds tied in and it's kind of like the purpose and they're innovate they're adding like the newer stuff like the frozen stuff so it's something that i'll probably might give it a shot but i'm not looking forward to it as much as other people are people people are losing their minds over this stuff like their lives are dependent on kingdom hearts 3 releasing <laughs> yeah so man, i'm not like people been waiting for years for like a decade or something mm-hmm. so yeah i'm i'm just kind of sort of whelmed over that game more than anything <laughs> dana um, you were saying something before you dropped dana. oh yeah I was just simply saying that for me, it gave me Disney Infinity vibes, just a little bit. And I, I know that, you know, for me, that was a, a game that a series that should have never been canceled. So from that aspect, I'm, I'm kind of happy with what they did. I just, I can't feel anything until it's released because it's just been too long that we've been waiting. Fair enough. I do think uh, January is a good time to release it because I think, like, you know, you'll just be coming off of the whole um, full uh, rollout of games. And then, you know, they're, they're probably won't, you probably would have got all of them out of your system already. And, you know, um, just to start off the year with, with that game, I think a lot of people will pay attention to it. Um, Reggie, you had something to say about this? So, uh, Kingdom Hearts, that is a. That is a title that is a franchise that is near and dear to my heart. Um, just seeing the release date this morning, I darn near fainted uh, while laying in the bed. Um, I'm being facetious with that one, but the uh, yeah, I, I I didn't. I mean, to be honest, it's not uncommon for a Square Enix game to show up on the Microsoft stage, especially an RPG, but for the first time for it being on Xbox, I think that's a that's an awesome thing because now you know those fans get to play it. But it's not like the game was ever exclusive, anyways. But what I wish that Square Enix would have done, um, and maybe it has something to do with Sony, which I'm almost probably ninety percent sure of, is to bring uh, the other Kingdom Hearts over so that you know for the Xbox fans that probably you know they if this is their first time playing Kingdom Hearts and they haven't played the other ones, then they could bring that whole, you know, that whole series over, like the Kingdom Hearts 2.5 or um, the, the latest one that just they just redid for the uh, the PlayStation. I thought that that would have been a nice a nice announcement to follow up with the announcement of Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, I think if they did that, that would have totally got people, you know, got everybody ready, you know, for the title. But, you know, I, I, I was excited. I, I, I'm... Hey, bring it on. Bring it on. That's a great point. And I, I think that's an announcement that could still come. I think. Um I I wouldn't be surprised if you even like you, you might see it on Game Pass or something, you know? Like Yeah. Um, the those games. But um yeah, Ruthless, uh, what was you saying before you dropped? Naga said that going to Japan was a good thing for Phil Spencer because he brought us um Jump Force, the Shonen Jump game. Which is only, which is like, it's not the same title game, was it? Um, but it's a game where all the shonen jump characters from the serial managers get together. Yeah, that one. Because I think there's like two of, there's two types of games. One's a shonen jump, and there's another one where they, um, it's only been on PlayStation and it's hard to get in the West as well. So it's good to like finally see it here. And it's a new engine, like it's a totally new engine, like totally new game, which is amazing. Yeah. 
uh, I, I like to, you know, call myself a weeb and that, that game definitely piqued my interest. Can like, can you guys explain what exactly the concept is? Cause to me, it looks like, uh, like a smash bros for anime characters or something. Is that it's basically, it's basically a fighting game, like a pro not smash bros type, but like a proper fighting game with, um, manga characters manga anime characters because as you see in the trailer you saw frieza you saw goku you showed naruto you saw you saw um new world um luffy in his gear 4 form which means it's going to be up to date and um but it's surprising i didn't see goku go super saiyan blue or ultra instinct since the game is up to date but also you also saw like light from death note in it so it's basically all those characters from anime getting together and just fighting that that sounds really cool I'm definitely going to keep my eye on that. Um, I saw some pictures on Twitter. Apparently, it's playable at the show, so I'm sure we'll see some more stuff later this week. Awesome. i got to hit up JJ about that. Um, yeah, Brian, um, any thoughts on Kingdom Hearts or Jump Force? Um, don't care about Kingdom Hearts. Never have, never <clears throat> will. Um, Jump Force looked look cool, you know? Um, Interested to see what characters they add. You know, um, like we will get Ultra Instinct Goku, will we not? Like, I don't know, like how much, how many characters, how many variations will we have? Um, will, will we get, will we get Gintama characters or not? That is one thing that I'm more interested Hell in. Yeah, yeah um, it looked good, it looked nice, um, definitely very stylish, can't complain, just. The weird surroundings of putting it in, inside of New York was kind of weird, as Chris said, but hey, who cares? It looks cool. Cool. Um, another thing I wanted to discuss as well is um, Devil May Cry 5, because while it's awesome that you know we are getting uh, Devil May Cry, um, I was a bit confused because like, the art style looked like it was the remake, like, you know, based on the remake, but it's actually a sequel to Devil May Cry 4. So did that throw anyone off? And um, do you have any theories about, you know, the path this game is going to follow? Um, and, you know, who here is into Devil May Cry, first of all? I'll speak. I um, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, I like the franchise. I, I was kind of upset. I mean, I, I in the in the library action, I was hyped because I just wasn't expecting it, but I was kind of thinking about it. I'm like, ah, do I really want to see Dante again? I wasn't too excited for that. Um, yeah, this, so this looks like it's like a, a straight continuation from the, from the reboot, right? Am I? That, that's what I thought. Um, I'm actually, okay, I'm actually, actually some guys who are like deep into DMC and apparently they are saying that it carries off for from potentially where DMC two ended instead, and that was Nero, not the old. That was Nero, and not the the reboot Dante. So wait, so the the guy that showed up at the end, or or the guy that was there the whole time? The guy that was there the whole time. That was Nero, and the guy at the end on the bike. That was Dante. That was mm -hmm. Nero. Yeah, because yep. of his arm. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's he had... Like, yeah, it was like. Hmm? Because he had a buzz cut, I'm like that should like because Nero has that that fucking that emo hair shit, you know. So I was I would yeah I I'm shocked I didn't even know it was Nero because I like Nero on Devil May Cry Four was the best part of Devil May Cry Four. So I'm yep, that was him. Cool. Okay. So yeah, it looks like <laughs> it looks like it's part of the 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 stream mainline 
Devil May Cry franchise, so that's good. Um, I don't think we got anything other than that. I think we got maybe like a glimpse of the gameplay. I don't think they showed anything that extensive. So I guess that's just something that we're going to have to wait on. Uh, I don't know if Capcom will show something in the near future for that or it'll be in another press conference. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, definitely interesting. Uh, Reggie, what was you going to say? Um. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing that they was talk- saying about Devil May Cry. Um, but as far as the announcement, like when I saw it had something to do with Capcom, first I thought that it was a, um, um, what is the name of the game that they always make facts box? Um, oh, Lost Planet. Dead yeah, Rising. Lost Planet. Yeah, Dead Rising because of the Lost music. Rising. Yeah, and I was like, oh, man. And then when I saw that uh, DMC logo, I was like, well, the, the name, I was like, oh, snap. And it, that's when I that's when I said okay, because in in and right before that point the Xbox conference was kind of losing me. And then they came back in the fourth quarter like LeBron in the preseason. Well, not the preseason. Um, yeah, the preseason. Yeah, uh, I was about to say preseason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, you know, I, I I seen it. I was like, oh snap! But the dialogue. Sometimes I think that. Sometimes it's like cringeworthy. Like I, I don't know. Like, but I'm excited to play the game. I, I, I definitely, I, I'm a big fan of the the DMC that um, Ninja Theory did. But I want to see what they bring to the table with this one because so much has changed in action games since the time that that game or any DMC game, um, any Capcom deal, um, DMC game has has came out. So I definitely want to see what new they bring to the table. But it looks interesting. Just need to see more. Quick question for Reggie real quick, because you said Kingdom Hearts is uh, near and dear to your heart. Do you not yeah. find their voiceovers cringeworthy? Because in that trailer, me personally, I find it cringeworthy. Yeah, yeah. The voices were cringeworthy. It don't get, I'm not just like this hyper, like I'm a fan of Kingdom Hearts, but yeah, the voices, yeah, in that trailer, they were, uh, they were cringeworthy. I think they should have dialed it back a notch, but I think it's a bit too late to go back and tune those voices a bit. But um yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, it, it comes out in January, but um, I wanted to see what you thought about them. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just amped to play the game. Um, I, I wish they had another voice for uh, for uh, uh, Sora, but we'll see. I mean, but I, I'm just amped to see it and where they, where they take the franchise from here. Um, I know that some people they played it at Judges Week, and um, a lot of people were talking about it. So yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, we are going to get to um, the exclusive stuff in a sec, like because I, I want to drill down on that too. But um, there's there's a, there's a few of the third party things I want to touch on too, and I have to ask Carlos and Dana because I know you guys just got done recording the Throwdown live show. Uh, Brian was there too. Um, so when they showed Session, the the skate thing, I, I know Adam Vale oh. has been Adam oh. has been looking forward to skate. So what, what was going through, like, what, what was he saying in the uh, throwdown about that? It was a range of, like, pure excitement because he thought it was skate to just, like, the that this isn't skate to just pure heartbreak and then him trying to cope with it not being skate. I'm like, he's saying that the game is, you know, it's good, but it's not skate. And so 
it was it was sad, man. It was just like watching someone get their their heart crushed. Talking about session. Yeah. Like yeah. I, um, I was that made by. I don't know. I think it's like a, a GoFundMe. Like they did a, a GoFundMe on that. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I felt the same way that Dana felt. My heart was like my heart sunk. I was like, okay, are they gonna now escape? Like, and then you see it. I'm like, oh, this isn't. This ain't. This ain't a good look. It was. It was. It was a. To me, I was just really taken aback and slightly offended. Did you know that people wanted skate to just show this random GoFundMe game with skate? It was. Well, it was me. Was that game exclusive or is it like who's publishing it? And I wasn't uh, like any information. It it went by so quick as well. I think I. I don't know whether it's exclusive. Uh, it, Creature it's, Studios. Uh, made by Creature Studios, and it's only on uh, Xbox One and PC, pretty much. Oh, okay, so it's semi-exclusive then. It, yeah, it's right, a console right. exclusive. Yep. So it's an exclusive, not semi-exclusive. It, well, it's on PC, so it's console exclusive. Yeah. It's on Windows 10 and Game Pass and Xbox One. Get the console right. exclusive. Yeah, console exclusive. <laughs> well, said. every everything on Game Pass is coming to um, um Windows anyway. Yeah, so yeah. console exclusive. Yeah, console exclusive. Yeah, like Neo Automata was a console exclusive, but now it's third party. But still, last year it was console exclusive since it was on well technically PS4 and PC. So well technically to that console. Well, technically, near we're getting a different version of near because they said it's like a definitive edition. Well, they, they didn't yeah, announce yeah, it as the yeah. definitive edition, but we're getting more stuff is included. A, is you, a PlayStation getting that too? You guys are getting the PC version with 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 DLC. That's the definitive yeah. edition. Yes, all the DLC. Yeah, all the DLC in the um that that PC and, and Sony got. They're just getting the Xbox. That's all. It is. Doesn't anyone feel like? Does anyone hate? hate that when you buy a game and then they really they re-release it for cheaper with all the dlc included like i hate that that's why i wait a year to buy all games yeah, i'm like i don't give a damn like 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 shadow wall i'm not i'm not to touch that until october november so oh, yeah, i'm just waiting yeah i've got, diff- got different i'm not touch that until next year yeah but this is supposed to be a special success to skate which is just, but it's been uh, being uh, what do you call it in, in the making for a while now since I think like twenty fifteen. Mm. I feel like there's a lot of teasing going on with the, these skate games because you know they turned on the servers and everything for for skate, and now we're getting this thing. Like I, I don't understand what's going on. It's like they know there's a void there. And they're kind of just playing with our emotions instead of just giving us what we want. But do you even play skate though? I did when it first came out. Things I played Tony Hawk's instead, so that was really good. I played Tony Hawk's. I I prefer Tony Hawk's actually, but those days are over, I think. Yeah, I think. I mean, Tony Hawk died down, uh, like at the height of skate's powers. So it's like, are they going to either reboot Tony Hawk or or? Or bring back skate. Who knows? We got session. Yep. Okay. So um, yeah, let's just uh quickly give some thoughts on some of these other third parties. So Division Two. What did we think of that? Because that's that's the world premiere of that game. Um, Yo, 
any division players? The division two. I'm down. That's all I'm saying. I I I'm, I'm I would definitely be playing that. Most. I didn't like the trailer. I didn't like the trailer as far as because people don't play the, the way they had the characters like talking like like people online playing the game. Wish Ubisoft would stop doing that because people they don't play like that. I know he's trying to go for a clean presentation, but I mean that's that's yeah that's besides the point. It, it looks real good. Like it looks very very polished. I agree. It looks very polished, but and I like the Division One, like for the most part. But I just felt like they didn't deliver on that last promise, and so you know I'm like skeptical. I'm not completely in, but I mean, you get a couple friends to to buy the game with you. I'll definitely be there. So, yo, you can sign up for the beta today. It said on Xbox, so sign up for the beta. Yeah, definitely do that. Um. And how about uh, Fallout 76? Because, you know, they kind of showed a lot of that. Well, we'll probably see more of that tonight, too. Looks lovely. It looks it looks like it has color in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was surprised, like, by all the greenery. I'm like, oh, shit, plants grow on this game? <laughs> so what's the yeah. deal with that game? Because I thought it was going to be, like, a, an online survival kind of game, but it looks like just a normal Fallout game. But, but it looks like uh, it looks like one of the main things about Fallout seventy six is that apparently you get to build your own cities or little towns, and as far as Fallout four, like I was not into the whole building thing. So if that's like uh, what the game uh, is based off of and in- encourages you to do throughout your gameplay, then I'm kind of not into that, you know. But but in general, I love Fallout, so you know I'm kind of curious to hear more. And I don't know, I saw something on the net that said this game is out very soon, like um, in a couple. Of minutes. Um, what they said about Fallout seventy six is that it's a prequel for all the other Fallout, so this will actually be like predates Fallout one, two, three, four, and it's four times the size of Fallout four. So I don't know how big that's gonna be. And in what you said about building stuff, if you heard that. Well, I saw an article this week that said they put that in Fallout 4 and it was so popular. So I wouldn't be surprised if what you heard is true, that they're putting it in this game and they're going to make it bigger part because apparently they weren't going to pull it in there. They didn't know if they should pull it in Fallout 4 and they did. And it was so big and people loved it and it people used it a lot that they obviously what you're hearing must be true that they put it in Fallout 76. Cool. Um, anyone else want to chime in on that? Yeah, it's an online multiplayer survival game in the spirit of DayZ and Rust. Um, I just like it. It looks it really good. Cool. So not it a Fallout person. Cool. Yeah, because that's what I was confused about. I didn't know if it was online or if it's not. But um, yeah. yeah, sounds good. I've, I'm, I'm definitely. We're, we're probably going to learn a lot more because Bethesda's coming up soon. Um, so that's cool. Um, and how about them uh, ending the show on Cyberpunk 20, 2077? Um, I didn't. I actually need to see that again. I didn't get to really pay attention to it fully because I was kind of distracted at the time. But um, from what I saw of it, it looks incredible. I've been waiting to see this game for a long time, um, ever since they first announced it, which was like, must have been like four, 
five years ago, maybe when they first teased it. Um, so it's really good to see this game, and that's definitely a, a big plus for Microsoft for being the first to show it. Um, but yeah, what what are your thoughts on that? Go ahead, Ed. Black well, when they show games that you know doesn't have some type of release date we've already been waiting what five years so it looks nice but it means nothing you just showed a trailer no gameplay no release date so i don't feel anything yeah i do wish we got to see you know actual gameplay and stuff but i i really like my sci-fi hacker stories so i'm already sold plus you know they got a good reputation with the witcher and I, I just love CD Projekt as a studio, and I, I don't think they would ever put out a bad game. CD Projekt never put out gameplay like that, though. Because remember when we went to see The Witcher, um, they done a behind-the-scenes showing to press first, and then yeah. like a year later, they showed that that um, same like demonstration at a conference. They never do. That's not how CD Projekt works. They never actually do. Uh, they'll never put gameplay out first. They'll give it to media behind the scenes. Then a year later, they'll give it, and they always do it on PC, which is a, which like they, which is like their main choice um, p- choice of platform. So we'll, we'll probably get it next year. Yeah, I'm sure um, Richard has an appointment with them, so he's probably going to see some stuff, which is cool. Um, any any more thoughts on Cyberpunk? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of like the rest of like everyone else. Like I have faith in CD Projekt Red, but the trailer didn't really do it for me. I maybe I was just expecting more like actually gameplay or something like that. But I like the fact the, the one thing that I did like about it is the fact that it looks like it's a world like like a complete world. Like it has different aspects to it, and kind of like how The Witcher Three is how it's this huge open living world like. I have faith that, like, they can realize that in 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 the cyberpunk uh, genre, you know. So, yeah, that's for me. That's that's what I took from that trailer. Um, just to piggyback on what Carlos was saying, I think that uh, I have faith in CD Projekt Red as well because I'm a big fan of the Witcher games. I think it was more of the anticipation of people seeing. Uh, the, the Cyberpunk 20, um, 2077 or the Cyberpunk uh, trailer, just an announcement. People want to see that. So, number one, I love the way how they they brought it on. I mean, it's not like we haven't seen this in E3 before uh, because they have made like a um, conference where they've had cuts while people was talking and then it's pre- um, presenting the game, but just the way that they presented it, it just fit into the the whole thing about cyberpunk and I, I i mean yeah i want i want to see gameplay i wish that they deliver that because i remember when they did the witcher right they had gameplay for the witcher so it'd have been nice to see that but just the fact that um we're seeing it, it just lets me know okay uh we're seeing the trailer just lets me know okay um some point down the line we will see gameplay and i think we get that at uh most likely E3 2019. Cool. Was you going to say something, Ed? No, I'm good. Okay, Brian, any thoughts? Um, I just say it's CD Projekt Red, and, uh, and at this point, they have earned our trust. 
to the point where they can just do like pretty much whatever they want. So I'm happy that we got a trailer. We actually got some footage of the game. Oh, we got some footage of what in the world. So I see this more as like a world, as like a world build, world building trailer than and than a gameplay one. So I'm happy on that front. As now we can dissect and see how the world will look like, like how the world will be. Like maybe like will there be factions? Like like won't there be factions? Like how the factions differ? Like whatever enemies can we expect or people to like talk to? So at least we got like a world building trailer. So I'm expecting to see some sort of gameplay maybe within the next year. So possibly by either next E3 or somewhere along the road, they'll just do something. Or maybe my hope is in the PC gaming conference. I didn't think about the PC gaming conference. That, that was a good call, Brian. I didn't think about that. I don't yeah. think the PC gaming conference people are thinking about PC gaming conference. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, but the thing is, right? There's been so much speculation on what type of game this is. We still don't know what type of game it is, do we? Because there, there was many like last couple months. There was like it's an MMO game, then it's an action RPG. It's a first person shooter, then it's an over the sh- over a third person over the top shoot. Like we still don't know what it is, though. What type of game it is? So I want to know what type of game it is. I highly doubt it's MMO. Um, it's definitely going to be some sort of RPG, but whether it's first or third person is anyone's guess. It could be, you know, similar to uh, to uh, Deus Ex or something, if it's going third person, but um, I would think they should stick to third person, because that's like their, you know, that's their style of, of that's a style that fits them, I think. But um, we'll see. Uh, so other third party games that were announced... Uh, we, we saw the Life is Strange game, we saw Battletoads, Dying Light 2, Just Cause 4, uh, Tomb Raider, Nier Automata, um, and, I, and yeah, I think... Battletoads, Battletoads so, ain't exclusive, is it? It's on Game Pass. Yeah, no, I, I'm talking third party. Oh, um, I see. Yeah, um, yeah, but any thoughts on any of those games? I thought Lara Croft looked bad. Like out of all the games that were that that were shown, I thought Laura Croft Tomb Raider three, which I'm so excited for, look didn't look that good. It didn't look as crisp as all the other games, and the graphics didn't look like all, all the other games looked good. All the games there were four K, six frame per second, and they all looked beautiful, and and the detail was amazing. But when I looked at Laura Croft, it looked like it it took a step back. I don't know if anyone felt that way, but when I looked at it, it didn't look as good as all the other games that were shown. It's it's awful. As someone who had to play it, it's awful. Yeah, Dana's already it's, played that. So we'll see this trailer. From, the trailer didn't change it on my mind because here's the thing. It always looked beautiful. They look like they invested all of their money into creating these really good graphics. But when you sit down and you play the game, it's the basic stuff that they get wrong. The camera angers are awful. The storyline is all right, but the gameplay is just—it's just meh. It feels like something you've played a thousand times before, and the game itself is not interesting. The story itself is not interesting, and yes, there is a twist in it. For those who want to play the game, I'm not going to reveal, but you're just left saying, "Is that it?" For me, it was just 
it's it's not memorable. It's just, you know, another game. For those who are like diehard Tomb Raider fans, you'll like it. For those who are looking for something deeper and an actual game that's worth your money and something that's playable and doesn't frustrate you to the end of the earth, it's not for you. But they could change the game, right? Before it comes out, like make it better, right? And it's fix a lot all the bugs. Of I mean, it's a lot of changing you're going to have to do. You're going to have to fix a lot of glitches. But then you feel this we, way about the last two uh, Tomb Raiders, just out of curiosity. What happened? Did you feel this way about the last uh, two Tomb Raider games that came out? I thought that the first one was good. The second one was okay. And it just seems to just get worse with each entry. See, I thought two looked better mm. than one. But I thought one might have been a slightly better game. But two was much better, like looked better than one. But in terms of story and game, I preferred number one, I think, over number two. Well, it looks even better than one and two. But that's just, that's all you're getting is just something that looks pretty. But then again, we live in a day of day one patches. So, and, uh, yeah. and the thing is, a lot of games these days do ship out faulty and then they fix it with a day one patch. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get one. But as a consumer, do you have to? Do you want to keep waiting for a patch? Yeah, that, that's not a good luck, right? No, I hate it. But then again, some of these glitches, not everyone gets. No one, not everyone gets these glitches. So, you know what I mean? Not everyone experiences them the same way, or they get, or it's no- noticeable. So it doesn't. I've never been affected by a day one glitch, personally. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, mean, gonna... I understand. I understand you played it, but I don't know. I just get that sense that you're being a little too harsh on it. But you know, no, I, I don't think so. Because like it, the these Tomb Raider games, I, I feel like they're just not promoting them well enough. Like either they're not promoting them well enough, or we just stop caring about Tomb Raider. Like no, no. What it is yeah? It's like you have a you have a PS4, and it didn't and and it didn't release on at the same time as Xbox. So you probably didn't get number two, did you? I got it on PC. So is that you got it on PC? That's why yeah. you don't care about it. And when did well, you buy it? When did it come it out? On PC, I don't care. And when, and when did it come out on PC? <laughs> it, How long after did it come out? Uh, I, I believe it was like a month, maybe. No, it wasn't a month. It was, it was it was it was a few months after because it came out in the January of the following year. Because I remember. I, I would have to fact check that. And, and it, it wasn't. It really wasn't. And did you finish the game? And did you finish the game? I haven't finished it now. But exactly. I so, there's a lot exactly. of games I haven't see, finished. See, so you see what I mean? A lot of games <laughs> see, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. There had to be something. I don't have enough it. hours in the day exactly. to finish exactly. everything. No, everything. no. This game came out ages ago. And it's not even that long a game. So that's why I knew it. Like, I can believe uh, okay, Dana. What does that have to do? Like, 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 I can believe Dana on like, what she's saying about Tomb Raider, how it's not that, how it might not be bad in the game. Like, but you now saying, oh, people don't care about it. But I forget. That's just you now. And I've, and I've sussed it out. You did not play the game. Uh, I, I I bought it and I played it on PC. So you know you didn't you didn't complete it, did you? Did you finish the story? How far did you get in? What the first mission and done? Okay. Okay. So so how how's Divinity? Have you completed that? Divinity. Yeah. How's Divinity? It's really good. It's going well, and I'm playing it oh. right now. Okay, but you haven't beat it, but you still have an opinion, right? No, not really. Well, okay then because like the game is so long that i'm only in the first part exactly and... exactly okay but tomb raider's not long so any any more thoughts and it, and on... it... 
on any of the third party games. Nah. Can I talk I about Halo now? Oh, before before we go there, I just want to mention: uh-huh. is is Cuphead gonna get released on another console? No. Here's here's the reason I ask because when they showed Cuphead, it said console launch exclusive. So when 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 they say console launch exclusive, it means it's coming out first on Xbox, but only like only like it has a timed exclusivity on the console only. No, that's a DLC. They only announced a DLC. But why would they call it a console launch exclusive instead of just a console exclusive? Because it's probably not going to be on PC straight away. The DLC. No, no, no. Why is it called? Why isn't it called a console exclusive instead of a console launch exclusive? And you have to wait for the other ones to drop. But console launch exclusive is is the the, the only reason that name exists or that name was created by Microsoft is because that's what that's the discrepancy between the times it releases between consoles. Not just call it exclusive. I don't know. If it was an exclusive, then it wouldn't come out in PC, X, PlayStation, or Switch. Just then that means that Xbox is getting it first, and then you have to wait for the other ones, the other release dates. No, but what I'm saying is, why would they call it a console launch exclusive if we already, if if we should be expecting this to be a console exclusive anyways? Why are they? So special, like we're number one because we're getting it first, even though it comes on other consoles. No, but why would they worry? Why would they name it like that if it's not coming out for any other console other than okay, Xbox? Here's what's happening: it's coming out on Xbox first. It's the console launch, so only on Xbox. Later on, it'll come out on PC. No, no. Yeah, well, so- if, if if that's the case, then they would just call it console exclusive. No, because console exclusive. No, because they're also including that on launch day. It's here only. It's a, it's terrible wording. I get what you're saying, but like, don't get caught up on that so much. It's coming out on, on Xbox on day one, and then at a later date, it's coming out on on uh, PC. It's weird wording. I understand, but I don't know. Yeah, that that the the wording they they choose for some of those is very uh, weird. But yeah, because I, I, I was confused about that too. But yeah. I guess that makes sense. I guess it's coming to the actual console first. Um, but yeah, okay. So let's get into the exclusive stuff. So my, 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 like the biggest question I have here before we jump into some of the other good. Bits. Wait, 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 wait. Before you get onto the exclusive, shout out to the MMORPG Black Desert on um that got announced for um Xbox because Sony failed to do MMORPGs and said it wouldn't succeed wait, on really? the console on the console platform. Yeah, remember last generation, Sony said that MMORPGs wouldn't do well on consoles, and it has. So shout out to Microsoft bringing another MMORPG to um the console friend to, co- Wait, to consoles. Didn't DC Universe Online launch on PS3 first? And didn't yeah, have... but that but that that died. That died. <coughs> and I heard that was pathetic. And they had they had Final Fantasy fourteen. So do so do we. <laughs> But there's been MMOs on PlayStation as well. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy is, is, is still doing good on uh, on PlayStation. Here's the yeah, thing. Here's the thing, right? We got we got sometimes we got to stop taking stuff at face value because sometimes you know, okay, some some of these developers or some some people from these higher ups, they they will speak in uh in the terms of okay, what's going on right now instead of okay. 
well, just because they say that right now, that doesn't mean that things could change three, four, or six months from now, right? Obviously, the gaming landscape has changed. You can do MMOs on console. Now, in the case of Black Desert, Black Desert was announced last year. So they just, I mean, it's just a DLC for our expansion for the game that's already existing. And it, it could still end up on PlayStation. We don't know. We don't know. No, no, what I'm saying is, is that when the MMO on, con- on consoles came out, the debate and putting it on there, Sony wasn't behind it. Xbox was. And they uh-huh. said it couldn't be done. And then, obviously, your DC Universe flopped. And people got scared of that. But then Xbox has shown that it can work because loads of people play MMOs on Xbox. I don't actually remember that statement because I remember um, Sony owned a company called Sony Online Entertainment and they had, uh, what was that MMO they had? Um, Mag? No, not Mag. Uh... No, Mag was a flop. I don't say Mag. About. I know which one you're talking about. I forgot what the name is. Not APB. Is no, it? no, no. Sony. I don't know. Keep gonna... talking, I'll figure it out. It was something too. Uh... Yeah, I, like it was too, something too. It's one of those real popular kind of. Uh, Plant Side Two. Plant Side Two. There you go. Oh, yeah, they Planet Side Two. There was a lot of MMOs. So I, I don't know why Sony would ever come out and say that. Um, they just didn't think it could be successful. Basically, that's what I'm trying to say. But it has been successful on Xbox. It, MMOs are something that are kind of successful across the board, whether it's PC, PlayStation, or Xbox. I think. Oh. But I'm glad that we're actually getting some on Xbox. I, I think we need more an exclusive one, but that's just me talking about we need one. But I'm just I, glad I we're doing it. I agree with that. I think I think you know every company should probably invest in an MMO because those games can you know they can make a lot of money. Well, there was well there was a cancelled Halo MMO, so you know. Okay. Yeah. We'll 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 get to Halo. Um. I wanted to talk about Crackdown 3, right? Because this game was first announced five years ago. Um, and, you know, we're, we're still seeing it at Microsoft conferences. And I can't remember, but did we get a release date at the end of that trailer they showed today? It just said February 2019. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so what, what are your thoughts on us still seeing Crackdown? And what are your thoughts on the actual trailer they showed today? Um, and d- does it get you excited? Do we think they maybe reworked the game a little bit, made it better since last time? Or, you know, what's your overall thoughts on it? Um, from what we saw last year, I think it looks um, slightly better or better than what we saw um, last year. And I'm just speaking from, you know, with me and um, Gary, when we was there live and we saw it. But uh, the way they presented it, I would say it, it was better. But I think that the cancellation of crack, not the cancellation, the delay of crackdown, it wasn't a game that I was seeing that I want, that I expected them to either sh- like show. I think they could have saved it for a later time, like near launch. Because it's almost like, yeah, you, you're taking a chance of promoting the game and you could want to show it off. But at the same time, it's like, you run you run the risk of being a uh, for lack of the the butt of uh, jokes you know in the industry where okay every year you show this game the game gets delayed what's to make me think any different 
this time now I'm not saying that I'm thinking that it's going to get delayed again because with every delay, there's obviously obviously the, the more time to spend in development, you know, after a certain date, at least for my preference, they start to lose money, the money that they could have already made. You know what I'm saying? So the thing is, it's like, I think it was a, it was a catch 50-50, you know, whether they, they should show it or not. But personally, I would rather something else on take that spot. I, I didn't I didn't necessarily it didn't really wow me. I mean I like seeing Terry Crews in it, but we already knew he was in the game. So So when PS4 got announced, which was the same con- same conference as Crackdown 3, there's a game on PS4 called Deep Down that looked amazing and showed the power of the PS4. We have not seen anything from that, from Deep Down, but Capcom releases Monster Hunter on Xbox, which where's Deep Down? So at least we're getting to see Crackdown, but where's Deep Down that Sony has not? Yeah, but that's I since. mean when when Capcom's conference comes along, then we'll get to criticize them for that. No, but I'm just saying people are like, where's Crackdown? Crackdown's taking so long to come out. Crackdown, we haven't seen anything. Crackdown. But where's Deep Down? We only seen it once, and that was the same. And they actually had gameplay then, a little bit of gameplay showing the power of the PS4. And that was the same de- same conference that Crackdown got announced. But where's Deep Down? So no one can ever say anything about games getting delayed because Sony still hasn't shown us anything of Deep Down, and I've been waiting for that game. Uh, I think it's... That, I mean, but st- oh, stay yeah. tuned for the, for the post-Sony e- uh, E3 show. Like, just because, just because both of them do stupid shit doesn't mean we can't criticize any of them. Like, right. I, crit- it, it... I criticize Sony because Last Guardian was delayed for 20 years. I mean, it felt like 20 years. Right. Deep Down is another right. one of those games. Days Gone is getting delayed now. It's like, yeah, that's that's an issue with all these consoles. It's like, don't don't show us a game like 10 years like 10 years before it actually releases because it's it doesn't send a good precedence for your game. Like, Sea of Thieves was delayed a lot of times, so a lot of expectations were set upon that game every time it was announced or showed in an E3, and when it came out. It, it underwhelmed a lot of people because the expectations of the game, since it kept getting shown, were, did not meet a lot of people's expectations. So it's like... Right. Who actually thought Sea of Thieves was going to be a good game? Who actually thought it was going to be a good game? Who, in their right mind, was excited for Sea of Thieves? Because I wasn't. For many people. Yeah, I mean, it was people excited about it because it's a new IP from Microsoft. Something that where we're kind of just now seeing because it's obviously okay they people, the game was trash it looked trash but, I don't but care that's but that's your opinion that's your opinion that's but not it, the opinion but, okay, of everybody else but people but, hit, are, but, but it's still but people are saying it's a good game it, 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 you're saying it's because it's a new ip people are excited it looked trash it's like fable legends fable legends was a new ip when new type of game i mean and that and that got cancelled because it was trash in my opinion sea of thieves should never have been made but, but that, the that's getting. that's all subjective though. Like the the only yeah. thing we're saying is like, you know, with Crackdown three. Like, Ed, Ed, I don't was, think Ed should... was you excited for Sea of Thieves? Was you excited jumping out your seat for Sea of Thieves? Ed, was you excited for Sea of Thieves? Not once I realized what that game was. No. Here, here's what I want. You. Here's what I want to say on the whole thing with delays, right? The way my the way different company handled delays are different. So if we look at Sony, right? If a game is delayed, most times they're just not going to constantly continuously keep showing that game just to have it delayed 
just to show it and it gets delayed again just to show it and it gets delayed again right whereas okay if the game is delayed or it's not coming they're just not going to show it until they're ready to show it and with microsoft case the case that they've been running into this generation is okay i mean just looking at just speaking to crackdown okay we show it they get delayed we show it for every year they showed it it's, it's been delayed for that in that same year i mean granted we know that games and i, I think it's a nitpicky to harp on because we all know that games take a long time it is not like movies where hey, you make the movie and it's all you know everything's kind of like you know pieced together once all the scenes come together edit boom it's out the door games aren't made like that right so I, you know, I, I don't really, to me now, just being older and more wiser in the industry, I don't really, I don't really try to harp on that too much. You know, if, if it gets delayed, it gets delayed. It's the good reason, whatever reasons, I don't know, but I just want the game to be good. That's all. The thing is, right, I rather get updates on the game. I, rather, I like seeing the trailers because at least I know it's coming. I don't want to see, I don't want to like not hear about it and fight 10 years later. Oh, it's cancelled. Like, what's that about? At least show us the game's coming. Don't like like Crackdown did. They show us. They told us the game was coming. Like you lot don't even know if, if Deep Down's coming to PlayStation because you ain't yeah, seen but, it. But we haven't. Yeah, exactly. We haven't. They haven't repeatedly shown it and not delivered it. So like we. But but we we have. But Xbox has not not delivered it. They just delayed it. Whereas but they're Deep both. Down, they're both issues. Like I don't know why yeah. you can't criticize both of them. No, but yeah, you, yeah. no, but but Crackdown is coming. We all knew it was coming. Where's Deep like, Down? Where is it? We don't know what it's, it's, it's coming. Dude, let me give you an analogy. It's like it's like you steal you steal fucking like chewing gum from the store, right? And your parents catch you and like, what the fuck did you just do? You're like, but 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 Brian but Brian got an F in his test. It's like you're just deflecting like criticism. Like no, no, no. What why I'm can't saying... we criticizing one thing because someone else does another shit? No, thing? no, no, no. What the better analogy is. I ordered something off the internet and they're giving me updates, i.e. I ordered Crackdown and, I, and they, they're giving me updates and updates and telling me when it's coming to me. And they say, oh, it's delayed by two days. It's delayed by three days. At least I know I'm getting it. Where's think, Deep Down? you can order Deep Down, though. But where's Deep Down? That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Where is Deep Down? You don't know. Nobody deep down. Yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody's asking for it. And that would be a question for Microsoft. Number two, you got to look at it like this. Okay, if Deep Down gets delayed, what other game is that company that had deep down, right? Or a partnership in this case would be Capcom and Sony. Are they delivering other games that I can play in the meantime? Whether this game comes or not, right? I already know the answer to that. Yes. They so, gave us Monster Hunter uh, on a consoles, which we which no one really asked for because they didn't know it was a gonna be on both consoles. And they gave us they gave us so many other games that you must think, where is this great game that you showed off? How are you making all this game? Yeah, I but, will. But, but... You're the only one bringing it up, but we have to get yeah. through some of these other yeah. topics, though. Because um... you guys, Sony fanboys, know that ain't coming. But I'm. Well, we're not. This isn't the Sony hold on, hold on. recap. Yeah, show. this is. Yeah, we're, we 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 play multiple games on multiple consoles. Like we're not. I have Xbox One X, Nintendo Switch. I have plenty of games. I I don't. Let, let me let me calm down. Let me calm down. <laughs> no, go, go go for it, Reggie. Yeah, come on, man. Say what you have to no, say. No, I, I, I hate, I hate that. I hate when. But I we, went direct to the family thing. Put in this category. It. Well, no, but I mean the fact that you said, okay, you, you guys are Sony fanboys. No, we're not. No, I'm, we, I'm we're not. Swift. But it's not him. He play. He plays everything. He got a. 
You ain't got an Xbox. You don't play Xbox. Oh, I got okay. Windows. I can play Xbox games. So. You don't, but you don't, though. But you don't. Uh, I'm calming down. I got to calm down. Yeah, like let's uh, let's move it along because you know we have some other stuff to get through. Um, mm. So uh, let's let's focus. Let's put focus on this studio thing because, like we said, this is one of the biggest things. So the actual studios they got um, was uh, hold on, I got the list right here. So they've got um, Undead Labs, Playground Games, Ninja Theory, Compulsion Games, and uh, what was the Santa Monica studio they have? Uh, the initiative. Team initiative, yeah. Initiative. Okay, so yeah, um, they've got some 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 good studios there. With uh, you know, they've each got their own kind of uh, um, library of of titles that they worked on. Of course, Ninja Theory is you know the biggest one of them all. Uh, and Ninja Theory made Heavenly Sword right for the PlayStation. Was that them? Yeah, that was them. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, they've got a lot of history on. Both these consoles. Uh, they also made Ninja Gaiden, right? No, they made Devil May Cry. Oh, okay. The, right. the reboot. And Don't Enslaved, I think. Yeah, Enslaved. Yeah, so um, th- there's a strong legacy there. And this is a, this is definitely the megaton of the show because uh, this means they have a lot coming for the future. Um, so, like... I just want to get you know a couple of your your theories, what you think uh, Microsoft will do with these studios and titles we might even see coming coming from them in the future. So uh, I'm going to start with you, Carlos. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I I mean the whole Ninja Theory stuff, no one saw, which was crazy. Like that's probably the highlight of the of the show for me. Um, after I mean we we recently got announced that that Hellblade was coming out for the Xbox what a couple of months ago, so. Like that's just two friggin' big ass like announcements from Ninja Theory on Xbox in like pretty close times uh, time frame. So one thing that I'm wondering is playgrounds. Are they gonna? What was what's the game that they're gonna? Because they they talked about an open world game that they they were gonna show, and I kind of the way Phil mentioned it, I thought they were gonna talk about it in that show, in that press conference. No, because they he said uh, they're working on an open world game, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that at a later time. Well, he said right. we'll talk about it later, and then and then the whole crowd went crazy, like, oh, shit, there's going to be another surprise? But then yeah, we never got like, he should have used a, a different choice of words, because he said later, so we thought, like, end of the conference later. Yeah, so I was yeah. expecting to yeah. see something. I was like, oh, shit, we're going to see another game. Because the rumor, the rumor is that they're supposed to bring um, this yeah, doing a fable game. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really curious to see what that game is and and what they can do because they already do a great job with with uh, Forza Horizon, and I'm pretty sure they're going to keep doing that. I don't know if they're going to do it as frequently as they do it now, but but yeah, I'm really I'm really excited. This the only thing I'm not excited is the name of the new studio, Team Initiative. Come on, really, man? They could they couldn't thought like they couldn't think of something more like creative but yeah uh i wouldn't give them hate for that because i mean they're stupid uh until you have something until you prove something with a badass game then your name could be whatever the fuck it needs to be well i mean you know they they are coming out with a game called halo infinite so you know yeah (laughs) yeah um my thoughts on the studios um number one like i like i mentioned at the top of the um top of the show um, I love the fact that, uh, you know, Phil, you know, he's he's definitely delivering on the promise of 
doubling down and uh, really growing that first party studios because before they really only had a handful of studios. I mean, you could pretty much count their studios on one hand, if that, right? Um, probably on fingers even. But the fact that they're doing this, but like I said before, you know, yeah, it's good that they have these studios, but it's probably going to be at least two, I would say two to four years tops um, before we actually see something from them. I mean, now I, I think we'll see something from one of those studios next year. Um, it's going to take a while for the, um, you know, fully staffed and well, not all of them, but some of them are already staffed, but just, um, you know, as far as what game they want to do, what bold new IPs they want to bring to the table, which is only going to, is it only helps Microsoft because this is something that, that they've needed. And I've been asking for this at least for like the past four years. So, and, and they, they have delivered on that. Um, Ninja Theory, I thought was like a big, to me, that was like probably the biggest, to me, that was the biggest announcement of the conference. Like, man, Ninja Theory, I mean, these guys are legendary. You know the work that they can do. And I feel like, yeah, they, they have, a, they now have, a well, they already have like, you know, Marquee Studios within their stable, but that that just you know it, it's only going to add to that you know so I'm I'm looking forward to see you know what they're bringing in the future. Yeah, I, I hope they. Sorry, um, sorry to cut you off, but I, I just hope that they they put these studios to good use and they don't have any of them making like Avatar clothes or anything like that. Like you know, I just hope right. they let them develop. And- well, they did say that Compulsion Games are going to be working with Forza Horizon. So I guess they're only working with Forza Horizon. And everyone says Ninja 3 was a big, big megaton. But I look, I'm looking at the games that they've developed, yeah. Kung Fu Chaos, haven't played. Heavenly Sword, haven't played. And Slave Odyssey to the West, haven't played. Devil May Cry, I've played because they made a reboot. Disney Infinity, Marvel superheroes, I haven't played. Disney Infinity 3.0, I haven't played, and Hellblade Shun the Sacrifice. They've only made them games, and how many of them are actually really, really 10 out of 10 titles? A lot of them are. Yeah, what, a lot heavenly. of them are. Especially heavenly, heavenly Sword was... Yeah, I, I remember when, when, when that game well, came out, they, the, 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 the tech in that game at the time, the, the, the motion capture, the... Oh my god, that game... The thing is, yeah... I know Amazing. Disney Infinity is a popular game amongst kids because my sister worked in the kids store and loads of people kept buying like the stuff that comes with it. But Devil May Cry reboot, I just finished that game. I didn't like it at all. And End State Odyssey to the West was that a good game? Because the only game I see on here that stands out is Heavenly Sword. So how? Oh shit! Looks like his internet doesn't stand out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean it's 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 a studio that like for, like Heavenly Sword is a great game, Enslaved is a I think it's a decent game. Devil May Cry was way better than freaking whatever whatever four was it four that came out before the the re, the reboot. Um, and Hellblade was a lot of people's game of the years. So yeah, it was really good, man. So basically, so, what you're telling me is that for you, two of them, three of them games. Are really amazing games, and the rest aren't amazing games. Like I think, they they, they're a highly praised studio. Like a lot of people love their games. Yeah, they might. Microsoft, if Microsoft announced that they acquired Studio MHDR, that would be a mega ten to me. 
and they've only made one game. It's like the PUBG, the PUBG Corporation was a megaton. They only have one game, but it's a fucking huge game. Yeah, but but to me, yeah, acquiring that studio would only mean to me acquiring that game. Like, I need to see more, mm-hmm. like more, like put it this way: if 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 Ninja Theory was Bioware, it would be a megaton to me. But because it's Ninja Theory and the games are like to me, I don't only Heavenly Sword stands out. So to me, it's not like a megaton because it's you like the other games. So you're coming from a very narrow-minded way. But I haven't heard anything about the other games that makes it like 10 out of 10 like everyone's talking about what everyone's I mean, playing either, what either, either say. way even if you haven't played any of the games or you don't think they're that good just the fact that microsoft has them is a good thing anyway because like that's extra talent they have to you know create new visions like they, they might not even go back to some of those old games that they made before they'll probably work on new stuff so right and it's something and it's something they get to get rid of sony's hands like Sony could always count on those, on those uh, Ninja Theory games. Like last year, a lot of people were, were praising Hellblade. It's like this. This is only on X, on, on only on PlayStation Four. But now those games are not going to be on PlayStation. So it's just something that Microsoft has in their arsenal to like compete. You know, and it's it's something yeah. that honestly I I'm really happy with. All I know, yeah, is that they started buying studios way too late. They should have bought Bioware when they had the chance, and they took so long in buying these studios that I don't really care for it no more. Well, okay, let me ask you this. Would you rather them stick with the same studios that they had, and you keep getting the same thing that you've always gotten, which by most people's accounts, not saying you, because I'm putting this in preference, whereas where, okay, every year it's going to be the same, it's going to be the same trifecta every year, Forza Gears Halo, Forza Gears Halo, we might get something else. Forza Gears Halo. Would you rather that, or would you rather them? Okay, I need to put some other ingredients in this in, in this food to make it even more tastier. To me, I I welcome them to have more studio because that's telling me okay, we're not laying on our laurels. We came in to compete, and I mean because shoot, Sony they they cultivate studios like all the time, right? We don't know what the announcements they're going to make between between now. Excuse me. Between, now Microsoft is adding to that. So basically, what what I hope to see in the future is that okay, now we have these studios, they can make other IPs. Where now you wouldn't have to see a Forza, Gears, or Halo come so soon down the line. Think about it. We get the next Gears. We get the next Gears of War next year. The last Gears of War, Gears of War four came out in 20 was this 20 in 2017 was it 2016 or 2017 2016 yeah, 2016 so two years after the game has come out we get another gears so you're the, so you're the type of person that i hate yeah you're the type of person yeah that says oh assassin's oh, creed shouldn't come out every year but i love assassin's creed and i want it every year it doesn't matter when a game comes out like what's what does it matter if a game comes out every two years or every year what does it matter I mean, like, in my case for Assassin's Creed, like, I feel like I haven't even had enough time to process Origins yet, like, and maybe it's a fault with me because I'm trying to play so much, but uh, for that particular series, it's like, uh, I think you can give too much sometimes, like, it, it can start to get a bit But uh, don't buy much. it, Dave. Look, this is what I said and in I the think chat of the... Gears. What I said in the, co- in the chat of the co-op when Dana said something about say, said that as well, I said, don't buy it game one. Don't let us suffer because you don't want it every year. But don't yeah. buy, just don't buy it day, day one. Then 
well, with the game like it, yeah. Gears, though, like the commute, like your friends might not be playing. If if Yo, you everyone if you wait, plays Gears, if you wait, then your friends might not be playing. Everyone, anymore. everyone plays Gears. That's like like it's like Halo. There's people. There's always gonna be people that play want to play it. Always people want to play Gears. It's but, like one of them games. Well, what happened on Xbox? Was I got when I got Gears Four on PC. Everybody had already moved on, and like nobody wants. Because you probably you probably you probably played it like two years later. Knowing no, you. It, it wasn't two years. Still, later. still haven't finished. Um, um, Laura Croft Tomb Raider two. Okay. Okay. But I'm just saying, yeah, just because a game comes out every two years doesn't isn't a bad thing. Because I want the next Halo rather than the next Gears, but I'm not no, complaining. I'm not saying. I'm, here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. What I'm saying is, I want personally, I want time for. I feel like innovation comes when you give that time game to breathe. You give that time, like, like for instance, with God of War, right? What I got from God of War, like I already knew, you know, in my opinion, that the game was going to be good, right? But the the it, it they they had a chance to really okay mold it into something that nobody was expecting. They you new newer technologies and took it in a whole new direction. That we weren't thinking about. I'm not saying that they're not innovating on gears, and this gears could very well be good. I like what I saw, right? I want to see more of it. I'm interested in it. Most likely, I'm going to buy it. But the thing I always look, think about is, man, you know, what what um, I always look forward to the, the new innovation and new tech that they added in, right? And I'm not saying that they didn't do that, but that's all. I just want. I always like to see room for their franchises to grow. That that's all I want. That's all I want. And there's some studios that can do that within a year's time span or two years time span. And there's some that, you know, they they don't do that. You know, so it's, it's like I said, you know, I'm I, like I, I like all games. I welcome all games. I've been playing them all my life. Grew up in arcades. So hey, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Brian, uh, any thoughts on, you know, the, the new studios or Gears of War or anything before you get to Halo? Um, well, Microsoft are doing what people have asked them to do. Like, they should be buying studios, they should be making games, and it seems like that is what exactly they are doing. So, props to them. Um, I do see it as a big shock to the system because, again, um, like the the last game that Ninja Theory did was a console exclusive, uh, well, a console launch exclusive for PlayStation, and then to suddenly have the studio that did that just like be be scooped up by the company. By the competition, I think that's a like a really big shock to the system, and I don't know why Sony didn't scoop them up. Like maybe they just didn't want them or something. I don't know, but either way, I feel like Sony may have lost out on this one because again, Ninja Theory do like really good games, so I'm interested to see where this goes. <laughs> you know, like it can only get better from here, in my opinion. And and regards with the other studios that they made and well made that they got again it's it, it, it's all good again um big thing that everyone has been saying this year of this gen is that Microsoft has is lacking in the exclusive dep- department so if they can get some studios underneath the belt that's more than just um Coalition and three four three and maybe they'll have more than just Halo and Gears like every single year. Exactly. Yep. 
Um, and like one thing I do want to mention as well with regards to uh, the new studios, and here's why I think uh, Phil Spencer kind of messed up for mentioning that they're working on new hardware, because it's like the only thing you're thinking now is all these studios that they bought are just working on games for the next system, you know, like, and that doesn't give good uh, consumer confidence when people just bought the Xbox One X, you know? Exactly. So. I do want to touch on that. Um. Yeah, about that, because when you mentioned hardware and you paid attention to the screen, I was like, if they show another Xbox, this is it's going to be it, this is not going to be good because I was like, OK, you we know that all the systems are in play, that you're that you're making another console. We get that. But. Why mention it now? A year after, uh, well, it, it had been a, um, well, yeah, almost a year after the One X's came out, or right now, you know, the One X is out, and people, you know, just they're probably going to buy one today. But then after seeing that, it's like, well, dog, do I do I even need to buy an Xbox One X? Right? That that's the thing. It's like, why why would you? I feel like when they do that, they spoil. It's like it's like they. It's like they, they they trip their own selves up in in sort of a way. Yes, you, yeah, we want to look forward to the future, but it should only be about the games. You know, speak about that next console when that time comes, right? I mean, this is just my opinion because it's like, man, you had such a, a good conference, right? And now, you know, it, it just, I felt like it's like if you had a, a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you pour water on it. It might still be somewhat good, but not not as good as it could have been if you didn't pour water on it. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's how I look at it. Um, I know that's a bad analogy, but it's I mean, man, it's like wow, like really, y'all gonna announce that? Like, yeah, that's definitely yeah, that it makes sense to me. And another thing too, I don't always like when they put the cart before the horse because you know Phil Spencer he said you know I'm declaring now. And, you know, for the years to come that, you know, they're always going to have be the best place to play. Well, hope, hope, time out. You don't know what these other companies are doing. You don't know what other ideas that they may have. So just because you declare that today, things could change. But that Xbox has always been the best play to the best console to play since Xbox 360, though, which is fact because of the community base it's and not, not online. That, uh, anyways. <laughs> Anyways, um, the, the thing uh, is, the... regarding what you said, um, that's just marketing speak 101. I mean, like PlayStation does the exact same thing when they say great right. rates. Because my PS4 right. is there just clicking dust. I mean, well, I mean, it, yeah, it's either or. But what I'm saying is, I feel marketing like. speak. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Speak, just like get your yeah. head up. Yeah, yeah, that's we know. I mean, yeah, we, we know what it is. I just wish that. I wish both of them wouldn't do it, but it seemed like Microsoft they do it more. No, than they both do it. Yeah, I mean they both. How do long it, but... was like greatest awaits <laughs> for the players is out there now? Like it's like every other day it's like oh greatest awaits for the players. Like yeah okay whatever for the players, but yet your system doesn't have refund for digital purposes. Or for digital yeah. purchases. Yeah. Like have right. to them be like like here we are for the players, but yet you don't have offer refunds where Steam yeah, and right. Xbox do it. I agree. I, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. 100%. But, but you're taking what Phil Spencer said out of context. When he says the greatest 
place for the gamers, whatever, everyone knows what he means. It's because of Xbox Live that makes it the better place. Because Xbox Live is better than PSN. And, it's, and everyone knows that Xbox... Like, as an Xbox gamer, without Xbox Live, Xbox is a dud. Like, it's, it's really crap without Xbox Live. And because of the community and how easy it is to find people accessible and all the things that came in with the 360 era and this era, it is the best place to game. Like, if, 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 if all... If they'll say there was no exclusive titles and I could pick an Xbox or a PlayStation, I would pick Xbox only because it has Xbox Live. And that's, and that's the only reason why. If it didn't have Xbox Live, then my answer might be different. But Xbox Live makes it the best console. And everyone knows, and it's fact. It's not even opinion. It's opinion. It's fact. That's opinion. That's opinion. It, no, it is. It, it, tell, Xbox Live is way better than PlayStation. What, it's what, opinion. What, okay, like, it's but opinion. it is. Everyone One knows thing. it is. You're well, telling, let's move on. So you're, let's move on. So, you're, so you're really, you're really going to tell on. me, yeah, that PSN is better than Xbox Live. That's no, wait, you're, wait, you're really going to say that. Hold on. Hold on. You're really going to say that. One thing I have to say to that is, because you always tell me that I can't talk about Xbox because I don't have one. Well, you haven't got the PlayStation, so you can't. But, but, no, no, but I had, I, no, but I had PSN. You had PS3. Had, yeah, but I had the PSN, and that was a dud. Didn't have a PS. And then my friends have um PS PS4. So when I go to them, I see it. it, it it's my still, it's, it's not, it's not as good. And even everyone in the industry knows that Sony has a lot of catching up to do when it comes to to their online service and what they provide and what they offer. Everyone knows this. Like you can't even keep your games that you get on your PlayStation, whatever. They only, you only rent them for a month, whereas we keep our games that we get for our free games or games with gold stuff. Like, there's so much that Xbox... No, I, no you, you get... As long as you have PSN, you get to you get to keep them. Yeah, yeah, I, as long as you have... Yeah, I that's have the thing. Admit, he's right. Um, I was just speaking, Xbox Live is, is the better service. Like, on the one hand, like, as you said, like, um, with Xbox Live, when you get the games, like, they're yours to keep with or without Xbox Live. With, with, with PSN... It's only available if you have the subscription. So that's one. Uh, two, refunds. PSN has no refunds at all for, for digital purposes. So that objectively, in terms of of what's better for the consumer, is uh, no, Xbox Live is better. Yeah, that m- might be the case, but nobody here was really debating which... But he, well, that. he said it's not. He said it's not. But I'm, I'm saying, the only one debating that. No, 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 no. But I said, if you, if I had both consoles, if you had both consoles, and they both had the same games, so there's no exclusive titles, the better console is Xbox because of Xbox Live. But what about I, what about like the X versus the Pro and stuff like that? Well, the only well the Xbox One X multi-platform games I'm talking about. The game, the multi-platform games, are mu- run much better and are be- and look better on Xbox. Oh, yeah, One but X. you never brought that up. You just brought up the whole Xbox Live stuff. I'm saying yeah, it's, 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 it's just a multifaceted argument. Like people can say, like the UI is way better on the PlayStation. Someone else can say the UI is way better on the Xbox. It's like a lot of people have different criteria to what they their expectations should be on what a console should do. So like, if most people say Xbox, then it's then most people say Xbox, but it's not going to be everyone. It's a it's a subjective form of of yeah okay yeah I get what you're saying looking at it because you can judge yeah. it on different things basically yeah yeah I get what you're saying yeah, yeah. someone someone could say I I prefer the physical version of this console better than this one because it takes up less space or like st- like a lot of people have different things that they just prefer about their consoles like my friends are on this console or 
You know what I mean? But as I said at the start, without Xbox Live, Xbox is a dud. I'm just saying that right now. I'm putting it out there. Xbox is it's not well, worth getting without Xbox Live. That's a hell of a statement, but it's true. Um, yeah. So we're running out of time. We have to. We we definitely have to wrap up. But Halo. Let's get into Halo Infinite. And you know what? What is this game? What is it going to be? Um, they've got a completely new engine. It looks different. I'm not sure. And I, I know what we saw was CGI, but um, yeah, I'm I'm not sure what kind of direction they're going in here. I know it's going to be focused on Master Chief, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't have um, I don't have the greatest history with Halo games. I jumped in at uh, like Halo Reach, I believe. No, Halo ODST is when I jumped in, um, and I played, you know, all the ones after that. But um, Ed, um, I'm going to go to you if you're there because um, I yeah. know that you you love Halo. It's your baby. So let I us know what. What was going through your mind when you saw Halo Infinite? And uh, do you have any theories or, you know, what would you think about the game? I mean, well, obviously, we didn't really see much. We saw a CG trailer, but apparently that's in-game footage. I mean, that that's obvious cutscene. I wouldn't say that's like, you know, real-time uh, gameplay or whatever. But, uh, but, man, I mean, I'm a fan of Halo, like you mentioned. Um, I'm kind of like you with Overwatch. If a Halo game drops, I'm playing it for two years straight. Like, that's the way I am with Halo. Like, I just fucking love Halo. Um, but, I mean, initially, I was, you know, I'm uh, I'm happy about the announcement. You know, more Halo is cool. But I'm just not happy with the way, uh, like, you know, I want more, you know. And I think Halo deserves a little more. And then I got a little bit salty uh, as well because... Um, you know, they showed Gears 5. Yeah, not, I was only about to that, say. not only that, they showed like a good story section part. They showed three Gears. And yeah, they showed you three different Gears games. Then they showed you Gear 5, Gears 5, which is the big AAA one. They show you a cutscene. They give you a little bit of info about the story. You're playing as Kate now. And you get some gameplay in there. Yes. And yeah. I was like, I and, and that gameplay looks so beautiful. Like, I love Gears also. But I'm just, that's kind of what I wanted out of Halo, you know? It's like uh, 343 hasn't made a Halo game in longer, in uh, like in four years or something like that. Whereas uh, the Coalition, no pun intended, uh, made a Gears of War like three years ago or two years ago. And they're ready to go with the next one. We so that's, but I mean, I can't, you know, I can't be that harsh on Halo because, uh, you know, they kind of uh, showed that they're using a new uh, engine. So, you know, I'm expecting something to look... I'm expecting for Halo Infinite to look uh, way different, way better. Um, and I know 343 is capable of that. So, I mean, I'm excited, but I'm also a little disappointed. Wish we would have got more. But apparently it, it's a direct sequel from 5... And uh, 343 already said that it's uh, the game is based on Master Chief only. Like, no more different dudes. Like, we're playing as Master Chief throughout the whole game. Oh, so it is a, a direct sequel. How, how come it's not Halo 5? Like, how come it's Halo Infinite? Because that threw me off. I thought maybe it was... You no, know, I don't know. Sometimes I guess they don't want to... Oh, you know why, maybe? Because they have Gears 5 and then Halo 5. Like, it's... So It'd be too, like, on the nose. I don't know. 
Why is everyone forgetting the fact that the last Halo was called Halo Five Guardians? But it was still it still had the number. It but it was still called Guardians. Like they're given that's what they're doing now. They're giving subtitles now to games. So Halo Five Guardians and then now Halo in Infinite whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess the point is it still had the number, so like you still knew it was like supposed to be Halo Five, whereas you know Reach had uh, something else, you know. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, it's cool. Um, any more thoughts on on Halo? Nah, no more. I just hope it comes out next year. I'm ready to. I'm ready for a new Halo. I'll tell you that. It looked nice. Yeah, as long as it's better than five, I'm good. I need to see more, like. You know what I mean? Like, you can, like, I don't get excited by CG trailers. I want actual meat. Like, the same thing happened with Death Stranding. Like, it came out, they had that weird trailer. I'm like, where's the game? And I had no game, so I'm like, cool, I'll see you later. So, until I see more, I'm still on the fence. I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Um, I was expecting a PC a- announcement for, yeah, that, that was for ha- Halo, but nothing was said, so... I'm kind of like, hmm, Microsoft, what the hell are you doing? Like, bring Halo back, you know, to where it, was, to where it was before. So, we'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm really wondering if this is going to show up on the PC. That would be interesting. But, um, yeah, Kieran, was, uh, did you already say what you thought? Ed said it for me, man. Ed said it all. Okay, perfect. Reggie, any thoughts? Um, on Halo? Yeah. Um I mean I like what I've seen that obviously they use a new engine. Um, you know, when they showed the uh I thought they was gonna tease us with some gameplay, or at least show some gameplay when they showed um uh, what looks to be Master Chief putting that thing in the back of his head or whatever, but then it just turned out, you know, to be the intro to the or three logo. But uh yeah, I mean, if the game looks like that, yeah, I'll definitely be. Uh, I mean, it, well, it, I mean, looks is one thing, but I, I definitely want to see a better, a better polished story, more inclusive story, um, than you know what was in the previous Halo. Uh, I mean, my favorite Halo is always going to be Halo Two, Halo Three, but yeah, I um, yeah, I'm just waiting to you know see what they what they bring, and it, it kind of almost looks like it's going to have a battle royale component to it as well because if you remember when the trailer first came on you know you saw the three soldiers walk up and then they had the um, i think i if i'm thinking about the, that same trailer uh they had like a canister in the hand and the red smoke came out and then you saw then they showed like um somebody in the master chief suit or halo suit walking from the other side so uh, it may have that component and when they show like the riding so I'm, so we'll see we'll we'll see what it's going to be about I mean, right- Right now, it's too early to tell. Battle Royale and Halo, that would be interesting. Yeah. Every having a Battle Royale, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. 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 I thought it looked really nice. Um, I like the new ecosystem. Um, I wish that it was actually in-game and not CGI and all of that stuff. Was this the one that had the rhinos? That was random. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The- Everything looked really nice, and everything seemed to be really peaceful. But we don't know exactly what's going on yet. Um, but it was really nice to see. Right. And I think even though it wasn't in game, the footage they showed looked very 
pretty. Right. I agree. So I look forward to it on, on PC and Xbox One. Cool. Uh, Carlos, are you back here? Okay, he had to take a phone call. But um, yeah, I will say this, you know, just just to to end off on a fun note. Um, so yeah, Dana said, uh, yeah, it looks very peaceful, and uh, I think you know what that represents is, you know, uh, when when the battle's over, when you you're losing the war, you know, it, things get real peaceful, and you start wanting peace. So that's that's all I'll say, just to end that off. Um, but yeah. Great conference overall, uh, and Bethesda. Yo, you didn't even talk about Forza, man. Oh uh, yeah, go, go ahead. Get like talk about it quickly before we end off because we, we do have to go. Forza go. Four Horizon Four is set in Britain, and whoever made this game, like it's the most beautiful game I saw at this conference, and it actually looks like English roads. It actually looks like you're in the English countryside, like. And the weather effects that they said when it's like all this, this when, when the way they show the seasons or how it changes how you drive and the gameplay and how it's a shared open world. I'm actually buying this game day one and it's gonna have over 450 cars uh, like in, in the game. Like, I just can't wait for this because the way it looked and the way it plays like this has got to be the best racing game ever made. And I know that um, H Town plays this a lot. And he says this is like the better Forza. It's better than like, it's it's better than like you know the Gran Turismo type Forza, the racing the Forza. Yeah, like I'm actually hyped for this game. Like this is actually amazing. And because they said it's in Britain, they showed Scotland and England. But I wonder if they're going to go to Wales or Northern Ireland because that's part of Britain. And I I really want to see like how. Yeah, but no one cares about those places. Yeah, that's true. No one cares. But I want no, <laughs> no, no, but no. But if you think about it, yeah. In Wales, there's more. There's like it's it's all countryside. Because remember, in Wales, in Wales, there's more sheep in Wales than people. So, and there's loads of countryside in this. So I wonder how driving around different countries, even though it's all they class it's Britain, it's still four different countries. How it differs, not just the weather effects, but how you drive. And there's going to be live events in game, like driving events. And I want to see how that works out as well. Like I'm really excited for this game. I'm not never get excited for like. A racing game and it's not because it's in britain but it's because it looked amazing it looked good it looked like they they worked hard on this game and i don't know where the other ones were set but this game they work you can tell that they worked hard on this game yeah that that game did look really good I, I yeah agree. it's it's one of the best games shown in this conference for sure i'm excited for that game but i'm also excited for like that zelda that um i know i know h i know i'm um tunic. swift swift is yeah swift swift's gonna buy tunic that Zelda Fox game, Swift, Swift is that's the reason why Swift buys an Xbox One and them indie games. Uh, I'd be more likely to buy it for Tales of Vesperia, uh, definitely. No, but no, but that's that's on PlayStation 4 as well, that's not an exclusive. True, uh, Brian, you got any thoughts on Forza because I know you're heavy into driving games, it looks good. Um. I like the fact that they're pushing it for 60 frames per second, which is good because by now all all racing games should be at 60. Like racing games at 30 just looks really weird. It's like fighting games at 30 frames. It just looks really odd and choppy. So, yeah, that's a plus on that. Um, oh, it looks you, good. Yeah, go you, on. 
do you play these games, these Forza games, a lot? Um, not a lot. I dabbled in them like a bit back then, but these days, uh, I just fallen off with racing games. Because I, I want to know how does the shared world work? Because on Monster Hunter, someone creates a room, and then anyone can jump mm-hmm. into the room, and they and it's like a shared space gathering hub where you can go off and fight monsters together. But in Forza, how does it work? Because they said it's a shared world, so I just want to know how it works. Um. My guess is it probably works something along the lines of how how Destiny does it, where like people just like bleed into your game, or like how the Division does, where people like bleed into your game and they're just there. Yeah, that's my guess. Or like the or like the crew, how like people like you like you race around and then people just like spawn in like miles away and, and then you see like hey this guy's like five kilometers away and then like you race past each other and then that's it. Yeah, so I'm buying it, this game. Yeah. That's yeah, my ruthless. You, you you play Monster Hunter. It's like you know when you go into a session and like there's just random people in the hub like walking around and stuff. It's it's yeah. gonna be like that, and then you can set up stuff with with the players you come across. Oh, so you actually have to create your own session before you can't just okay. Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, I'm... sessions too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting for this game, man. All of you better get it if you guys have Xbox Ones. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's definitely a great looking game uh, for all driving fans, and the fact that you know you can get it for for ten bucks if you join up for for Games Pass, so that's a plus right there. Uh, Carlos, you was away when we were talking about Halo, so just to end off, give us your thoughts on uh, Halo Infinite. Halo's got rhinos now, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like like I mentioned earlier, it's it's the game. Uh, didn't really show much other than sort of the environment that you're in and the Master Chief's in it um, and the title. So my thing is, I guess, kind of like what uh, some, I, th- I don't know who mentioned it, but someone mentioned how we're getting more Gears information than we are Halo and Gears came out two years ago and Halo 5 came out, I think, in 2014, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. 2014, 2015. So yeah. I, I really want to see more Halo. Halo... I was the biggest Halo like fanboy back in the day, um, especially the Bungie Halos for sure. Um, but I've kind of, I kind of fallen off after the last two, so hopefully this gets to uh, reinvigorate me more in the in the franchise. You know, because I mean, three four three doesn't do a bad job. It's just that when you think like when I think back in the day with the old Halos, they used to innovate so much, man, so much for console for console first-person shooters with, like, clans and, and voice chat, like, little lobbies for voice chat and freaking, what's that called? Uh, the one that you can create your forge. Like, they used to innovate so much. And, like, the stories were always good. The shoot, the combat was top-notch. That's why Destiny had good combat because they pretty much got the Halo formula in a sense. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they show more of Infinite. Hopefully sometime this year again yeah man i hope we get to see it maybe at gamescom or something Mm -hmm. um that's that's definitely one to watch but yeah overall um i guess you know to end off we'll we'll go through give our score for the conference again but um yeah microsoft e3 was it was a good conference um and definitely one of their best in the past few years i would say so i would give it you know like a, a uh, I'll give it like an 8.5 out of 10. Um, how about you, Brian? Um, I'd say that it was really good. 
Um, again, lots of games, which is always a plus, but it could be better if they had gameplay trailers, not, not, or even just gameplay themselves. So they could have done better in that as, as, aspect. But they kept their chats of um, any PR stuff and sales stuff down to like pretty much none. So, yeah, I'd say 8.5. Cool. And uh, how about you, Carlos? Um, I was going to say 8.5, but two of you said it, so I'll, I'll say 8.51. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, yeah, it's a, it's a really good conference. No, only one thing really blew my mind like like that, um, which was the Ninja Theory stuff. Um, other than that, everything was just rock solid. Um, I got to give it to Microsoft for doing a, a great uh, conference this year. And hopefully the the rest Bethesda today can can keep up, man. This might be the conference of the show. Very well, could be. You all right, man? <laughs> you are you right? Ed? You didn't break the Xbox, did you? Yo, what's up? You, you dropped something. <laughs> oh my bad, I was cooking. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Um, how about you, Miss Dana Abercrombie? What's your final verdict and rating? Good, 8.5. I'm really happy that I got to see a few happy, what is it, we we few happy people. Very excited for that, and I'm more excited. We happy few, yeah, there you go. (laughs) I'm happy that it's coming out this year, because a lot of games that we saw come out in 2019. So yay for this year, August. I'm excited for that one. Overall, I thought the game, the show was very good. It was well done. It was a lot of less talking. I know that um, from EA Play, there was just nonsensical talking and weird presentations. No one was nervous. They got right to the point. They showed you the game, and that was it. So I'm very happy about that. They did very good. I hope they keep it up for the next year. Stop sucking. Okay. How about you, Ed? If you're okay over there. Um, all right. I'm going to give them a 10 out of 10. Uh, I love what I saw today. Uh, you know, I don't give them too much uh, hate for not showing gameplay. Because to be honest, sometimes whenever they play games on stage, it's not that interesting. Like, so I think game announcements, like, you know, like showing a trailer, I get it. We're going to see uh, gameplay throughout the week. We don't, I personally don't need to see it on stage. So I'm cool with just like, bam, here's a cyberpunk trader. Um, like, I care about the announcements and reveals and new shit. And I feel like they showed a lot of new stuff. So interesting. Okay. Keep that same energy for tomorrow at the Sony conference. But um, yeah, uh, how about you, Kieran? I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 because last year they showed all games and this and there weren't a lot of gameplay last year. There were just games they were announcing. This year, only four games didn't have gameplay. So I don't know what you lot were talking about, how, how there could have been more gameplay. Only four games did not show gameplay out of the 50. So Which that ones? makes it 46. Um, Halo 6 didn't show any. Um, let me look at my list. Halo 6 didn't show any. Um, Cuphead? S- um, Session didn't show any. Oh, Cophead already ha- is already out. Um, I don't but think. Is it, it, isn't it an expansion? No, it's a DLC. It's just DLC. But we didn't get the gameplay for that. Oh, uh, who cares about that? It's already out. You know what the <laughs> gameplay is like. Um, Battletoads and Gears Pop. Because I think Gears of Pop is going to be a battle royale type game, or it, or it might be 
you know how Lego Star Wars is, where it's like a Lego Star Wars, but this might be like a pop version for like Gears of War. And I can't remember what I can't you and Cy- Cy- Yeah, Cyberpunk as well didn't show anything. Everything else I've got on the list showed gameplay. So like Halo 6, Ori 2, Skiko, that Japanese game, and all these other games like Crackdown 3 and Neo Tom, they all showed gameplay. Wait, did Just Cause show gameplay? Yeah. It showed gameplay and so did Crackdown 3. So everything showed gameplay nah, except just cause, for Just Cause it, was in, in engine, I think, or something like that. Yeah, it was like gate, but it was still gameplay. Like it was like Crackdown. Crackdown showed gameplay, but it was like from the game, like how you're gonna play the game. It wasn't like a cutscene or trailer or anything like that. So yeah, so only like four games out of the fifty they showed showed gameplay. So I'm really impressed and it was a ten out of ten. And like I said with Ed, I like all the reveals and that the games that are coming. So I give them ten out this this is the best E3 conference from this generation like just this gen because last gen conferences were way better but this generation i think that all that they don't compare to last generation but it's the best console that anyone's ever had so i give them a 10 out of 10 all right i don't agree with that but we will talk about that off air um how about you reggie um i wanted to do the score thing but um if i had to do a score i would say uh probably eight out of ten um, but beyond that, I'm just happy that you know. Yo, Reggie, you sound like a robot. Yeah, you you really oh. sound like a robot right now. <clears throat> what about now? No, are you still <laughs> still? Um, well, uh, hopefully you guys can hear me. Oh, you're good okay, now. That's better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I don't really do the scores, the score thing. I'm not a numbers guy, but. If I had to give one, it'd be an eight out of uh, an eight out of ten. But beyond that, I mean, besides that, you know, um, excluding the score or whatever, uh, I'm just happy that they did the things that I, you know, in my opinion, that I thought they needed to do, um, you know, for uh, the conference, um, for what for what they for what they had to uh, what they had to do. So, you know, I thought all in all it was solid. Um, they knocked it out of the park, um, you know. So. Everybody pretty much gets what they want. Oh, yeah, I just want to say one thing, yeah. If Sony start this conference off with PlayStation 2, PS3, PlayStation PS4 2. sales or numbers again, like they've done every single conference, they get a 1 out of 10. Because no, they should not be mentioning PS2 or PS3 um, like at this conference. Have, when have they started a show like every Every conference, they start with PS2, PS3 talking about it. And it no, they talks, haven't. They, yeah, they do. They talk sales for the first 10 minutes. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. They always talk they about stats. Yeah, they, I bet they did last year or the year they before. Haven't the pa- they haven't for the past four years. Past four years. Well, okay, so if well, I go... With, with yeah. 20, 20, 2013, because it was transition period, yeah, they talked about it. But from, from that point on, they've never bought up the PS3 or PS2. Yeah, they have. They always do it. At the start of the conference, Sony always starts the same. So if they do that like this year, Wait, oh they God. get a norm. You just basically well, admitted that you hey, watched it last year. Gary, we, we was there last year. We already know what it is. Let's just let's just end the show. Let's just end the show. <laughs> yeah, on that note, we're going to end the show. I'm sorry I kept you guys so long, but this was definitely a, uh, a fun show to record, you know. Um, yeah. We'll definitely do some more reaction shows throughout the week. But for now, that's the Microsoft show. Uh, definitely check out the Throwdown broadcast of Bethesda coming up soon. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yep. yeah, for now, we're we're out. Peace. Later, everyone. Peace.